Popovich said, oh, I see you having a good season. It'd be a shame if I... I knocked over the microphone for those listening and not watching the video. He dies. He dies. He dies. He dies. Oh, there is no one on that Broncos team that I love more right now than Vaughn Miller. That man is an absolute goddamn legend. He could come into my house and fuck my wife, and I would say thank you very much, sir. Man to man? I don't know. The mayor of New Orleans <laughs> basically came out twirling the umbrella like, fuck Drew Brees and his wife. Who would you like, rather have sex with? We would be... I'm an island boy. I, I'm like just island boy. I picture That's Joey it. now on every Sunday watching Teddy Two Gloves like that Spongebob meme where he's like dried out with the eyes fucking like bloodshot. Like, you damn kids. What the fuck are you doing, Phil? Walk, walk. Ah, uh, yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Thank oh, you very actually, much. You guys were on air when, like, the end of that night happened last week, and I was just like, there's no way I'm calling in. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We didn't we didn't get your call last week, which I forgot about that. I, I messaged. I was like, trade everyone. I have no idea what I was I talking about. I saw that at the end. <laughs> I didn't I know what you like, were talking about either. Um, I was hoping you were going to elaborate. Sean nope. was just filling us in on his uh, shenanigans from last week down in the Keys. Uh, he was definitely not on one of those dry keys. Nope, nope, nope. He was definitely not. Uh, Joey Fads Radio, row one, seat one. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Another glorious episode. Son of a bitch. Of row one, seat one. And man, do we... Wow. Wow, do we have a show tonight. Yeah. What has transpired in the last six days is nothing short of amazing. Nothing for me. For Raiders fans... Colts fans, yes. Browns fans. Oh wow! That happened after the show. Trans fans. What? What happened after the show? Does the Sean thing happen after the yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah. When did that happen? Like Wednesday? No, Friday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday. I was at work. That yeah, I was at work. So long ago to me. I think oh, it was that's right. I texted Friday. you. Friday. I think yeah. you texted me back at like Saturday at like five a.m. Yeah, that happened kind of late after the show. Well, two days after. Yeah. Day after or whatever. Yeah, I did. I texted you when I got out of work at seven. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what a show we've got prepared for you. We're going to get into all of the aforementioned NFL talk. We've got some. Other fun stuff lined up for you today. We got some NBA talk. We'll dabble in that. We're gonna do Thank a motor. You. We're gonna do a motorsports minute. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that because it was a very good weekend. If you were a motorsports fan, this past weekend was fantastic. No, it fucking wasn't. No, <laughs> Fuck you, guy. Verstappen. Guy, guy didn't win. Uh, fuck you. He didn't even finish. Well, yeah, no shit. Went sucks. From- sucks for fans of Max Verstappen and Red Bull. If you are a Formula One savvy. Uh, but uh, it did not suck for everybody who's just a general Formula One fan, uh, like myself, who doesn't really have a horse in any particular race, because it makes the season that much more spicy, bro. We got spiciness in F1 for the first time in what feels like a decade. I know, Ferrari 1 and 2, and then... NASCAR put on a hell of a show in Atlanta. Indy put on a good show. It was a good weekend for motorsports. We'll get into all that. Plus, we will get into Tom Brady recruiting Julian Edelman to work out, obviously sparking the rumors. Here we go. Is that a real thing? Here we go. Yeah, it happened yesterday. Let me tell you, if that happens, you will hear some awful things coming out of my mouth about Tom. Why? (laughs) Why? That's the breaking point. That that was the breaking point. That's it for you? No, Tom was like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go do my own thing. And I'm like, do whatever you want. You've been here for 20 years. That's fine. Gronk's like, I want to go play with him. And I'm like, Gronk, fuck you. I already think what Gronk did was pretty pussy and there's even to this day he's like oh i can't play anymore as soon as, yeah. as soon as gronk as soon as brady goes to tampa i can play and i don't have to wear braces or knees or anything <laughs> and he's like this guy's an asshole but if edelman comes out of retirement and goes to tampa 
Oh, I, will, I will say some awful things. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'd be like, wow, cool, man. I think it's great. I think it'd be hilarious because, that because I mean, as it stands right now, the NFC is, I mean, it's anybody's conference to lose at this point. I you you just had you had all the good quarterback talent jettisoned from the NFC in the last what feels like the last week and a half. Oh, besides Aaron, Aaron was the only one that stayed. A-Rod. And Kirk, think about this, right? Yeah, who missed a mediocre? Yeah, missed a mediocre. Mister, I'm two games or three games over five hundred. Mister Average is that what he's called? Mister oh, Average. Dude, he's I, like the Jeff Fisher of quarterbacks. Yeah, he's like, he's so fucking average. I, like, every once in a while he'll throw you twelve and four or thirteen and three. And but Mike most, Zimmer's every other times gone, right? And Mike Zimmer's gone. Yeah, Mike right? Zimmer's been gone. But they yeah. got uh, uh, O'Connell there, the uh, offense coordinator from the Rams. Eh. So he's pretty good. He's supposed to be. Uh, he's supposed to be like some genius whiz kid. You know, next Sean McVay, but we all know how that turns out. It's like everybody, you know, it's like John Gruden was supposed to be the next Mike Shanahan. We saw how that worked out. Yeah. Who's the kid with the glasses, the wicked, nerdy, dorky kid? Which one? Oh, from Miami? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What was, what was his name? Oh, I saw him the other day, me and Hutton were making fun of him. We were like, who the fuck is I like, this I like this like, guy. I think that I think he's got a good chance, dude, just because. Who? He, Say that again? I'm sorry. Miami's head coach now. The nerdy kid with the glasses. Oh, Mike Daniels or something like Mike that? Mike Daniels, thank Mike you. Did. Mike oh. McDaniel. I, I like him because you know why I like Mike McDaniel? McDaniel, there we because go. Because no nobody has ever heard of him until he got hired by the Dolphins and everybody was like, huh. And Ooh. then you look at his track record and you're like, wait, this kid's like never coached anywhere. And you're like, well, he went to, he was, huh. a, he was a, a, what's his name guy? He was um Shanahan, Shanahan. guy. Yeah, yeah. which... The Shanahan coaching tree. He started off as a ball the boy. Exact oh, op- is he a Washington yes. uh, descendant too? Oh, mm, I believe I don't he, think was, he was at Washington. Wasn't he a ball boy in Washington? He was a ball boy where he first started. Like, he started just catching balls. But he's not part of, like, the McVay Shanahan. Uh, he's part yeah, of the Shanahan tree. He's now, part of the yeah, Mike Shanahan sure. tree. Where yeah. it's not in Washington, though. Or yeah. whatever. For whatever. Yeah, right he now. started under. He started his tutelage under Mike yes. Shanahan okay. as a ball boy. Uh, but, you know, I like Mike McDaniel because he's. He's a, he's an enigma. You don't know what you're getting with him. It's right. not like Josh McDaniels where you know you're getting absolute <laughs> shit. And I'm sure the Raiders fans will be all up in arms tonight because I'll tell you right now, Raider, Raider Nation, if you're a Raider fan, you are not going to like what I have to say. And it has nothing to do with the colors that I wear. It's just the absolute God's honest truth about your team and the Devontae Adams signing. So 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, you can get in on this outstanding sports conversation dude i ran into the uncle of a wide receiver signed by the green bay packers who played with rogers for two years and i'm trying to find his name right now he was an undrafted wide receiver a few years ago he says now he's just like he just goes he does like conferences and shit like that and i was talking about it because he asked me where i was from and blah 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 i talk sports wherever i go just like you Naturally. Like, like everybody. Right. So I tell him all about me, and I ask him about how he feels about Rodgers, stuff like that. And he goes, oh, my nephew played with Rodgers. And I was oh, like, okay. go on. And I looked at him like, <laughs> if you tell me you are Jordy Nelson's uncle or something like that, I'm going to slap you across the face. It was some undrafted kid. I really can't remember his name, and I apologize. Jeff Janice. No, it's not, because I would have known <laughs> Jeff Janice. I'm trying to look for the name right now. He said it was about 2016, 2017. He was an undrafted wide receiver, and he played for two years with Rodgers. And he said... Nothing but horrible things about Rogers. His Rogers is like the biggest asshole you'll ever meet. But right. I'm not. Sur- I wasn't surprised by that. I don't think that surprises anybody. We actually had this discussion on the golf course earlier uh, about Aaron Rodgers being just an unlikable asshole. Yeah. yeah. And if that's really going to be like, if that's a thing now, and it's just like, oh, okay. So his final play, and he was cut by Green Bay after this because Rogers says he'd never throw him the ball again if he was the last receiver on the team. <laughs> so this was training camp. 
the the what the offensive coordinator is behind their offense, and the offensive coordinator calls a play. He runs it right. Rogers threw the ball wrong, and Rogers said, "Get that guy the fuck off my field." And then that was the last of it. And he went back over there. He goes, oh, I ran the right route. And Rogers was like, nah, I wanted you to cut in, and you didn't see me, so get out. And that was it. He told, And he told the defensive coordinator, whoever it was, it could have been Hackett, it could have been whoever it was. Yeah, probably. He told him, point, he was yeah. like, he's like, ah, uh, he goes, you can just get rid of him. I'm never no, that would have been Mike ball. McCarthy. So. It would have been it's somebody then, yeah. Yeah. So he said, wow, he said, oh I'm never throwing him the ball again, so. That kind of stuff happens me. more often than you realize. Of though. course it does. And none of that surprised me at all. No. But I, I thought it was pretty cool. And then, right. literally, the guy at the pool with me is like a Vikings fan and he was just like what the fuck are we doing with Kirk Cousins <laughs> <laughs> just a random Vikings guy just mad as hell I mean and he's one of the rational Vikings fans he should be upset because I mean the Vikings go out they get they signed Zadarius Smith today yeah I you saw know, that uh, yep. they've, they've made some moves in free agency and they're they're loading up to build a team but Not a bro like you just you gotta cut the bait you gotta cut bait with Kirky I'm sorry. I, I, I like Kirk Cousins as a player. I think he's he's tough. He's not going to win you that I, But I'm one. not winning a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. Nah. And I know the defense will be, well, if Joe Flacco or Trent Dilver can win a Super Bowl, excuse me, uh, then why can't Kirk Cousins? I mean, sure. And it's like, are... okay, sure, yeah, you can maybe catch lightning in a bottle one year, maybe, if you're lucky. But you think it's going to be with that defense? And but, Kirk like, Cousins? yeah, I'm like, so. but come on, man. Like, give the Minnesota Vikings, like, do we really got to revisit the 98 NFC Championship game? Like, no. do we really got to revisit, like, all the heartbreak, like, the, the, the just dumb shit that happens in Minnesota? What about the caliber defenses it takes to win with somebody like Kirk Cousins at quarterback? That, too. I didn't you know, know Danielle I mean? Hunter. They're looking to move. I had no idea. I was like, mm, really? I was very intrigued by that. Well, your Patriots aren't your Patriots aren't making any moves, but I like the moves they're not making. Belichick Why? is like, I spent all my money last year. I ain't spending Nothing this year. <laughs> like, and we all know the salary cap is just like a fake thing. It's a fake number that anybody, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, we'll just give you more money up front and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, we'll just make this thing and then the salary cap and the captain and the owner up my ass and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, okay, I, cool. Give him 40 million up front. Listen, good. the best thing about Patriots free agency this year is Matt Judon on, on Twitter. Dude, just, yeah, I saw dude is killing me. Just tweeting at guys left and right. Someone he tweeted at Julio a picture of Mac Jones. He's like, "How does this look to you?" Someone photoshopped a who uh, a who <laughs> a tweet from a tweet from Julio Jones like back to him, and he fell for it. And he's in um uh it said from Julio Jones back to Matthew Judon, Negro, please. And then he was like, "Oh, he goes, I was weak. He goes, I almost busted my ass falling down." Like he goes, Julio just told me no, <laughs> like like just disrespected me. Negro, oh, please, yeah. Um, no, that was, uh, but there's, there's a lot more guys still out there to be had. I mean, you know, Stephon Gilmore is still out there. Dude, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham. What happened yeah, to Odell. Gilmore? Nobody wants him. I, I think they're, I think people are just waiting for the market to come down because I know Denver still needs a corner, um, to go up. They want somebody we opposite of PS2. a couple backfield. I mean, we um, got put a, I think they're just waiting for his market to come down because I think when you look at what, what JC Jackson got and. Bro, I mean. You know that wasn't even that bad. That's like what I thought. No, I thought get. it was a pretty manageable. Uh, I thought it was a pretty manageable contract for the Chargers. But, I really didn't think but it was terrible. Apparently, we weren't even close. They yeah. they asked all the Patriots. Guys no, and they, were, they were like they were like not no. Even close. Belichick's not paying that much for a corner. Besides, he coached him up. He was he's an undrafted like, guy, and Belichick's like... Belichick's like, bro. I'm he's like, I didn't even want to pay Lawyer Malloy that kind of money. But possibly going to bring back Malcolm Butler. Malcolm, I was just about to fucking say that. Malcolm Butler, I, who I, didn't even play last I year. I saw Bel- that. I was like, hey, I got news for you. But Belichick you are, calls yeah. him. Belichick calls him. Belichick, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just sitting on my couch retired. He's like, 
Want to come in for a trial? He's like, oh shit, yeah. Oh, uh, God, do you want to come? Do you want to come play some football? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I saw man, that. Like, do I have to? Hey, you know what? Fuck it. I mean, if anybody can just bring guys back and I think make something out of them, it's Belichick. Oh, 100%. hundred percent. Yeah. If there's one coach in the league that can grab a guy off the couch and turn him into an All Pro, is it's Bill Belichick. Especially somebody who played for him before in the past. Like, yeah. Not going to take much to get Malcolm Butler back. I'm sure. I mean, if you, I mean, according to Patriots fans, Malcolm Butler is the only reason why they lost that Super Bowl yeah. to the Eagles. He's so, a one. He's a one year, three million. Here you no. go. Oh, play shut play. up! No, I never said that. No, I mean, I didn't say you in general, but in you general, Patriot that, fans. No. Are, I never said that. I had a very heated debate <laughs> at work with people trying to tell me that Malcolm Butler being bench was the reason that they lost the Eagles. I'm like, hey, no. Yeah. No, I, I've talked about it on the show. Yeah, I said, no, no. we could have we had prime Ty Law out there. We still lose that game. That whole week going into that matchup, I said on this show, I was like, we're losing the Super Bowl. As soon as I, I saw... I kept saying it. As soon as I saw... I forget it was Aguilar and somebody else, and they dapped each other up on a crossing um, route in the first quarter. And I was like, wow, Eagles are winning this game. They just Alshon Jeffrey. It might have, yeah, it was Alshon and 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 Alshon and Agalor. And they dapped each other up on a cross and out like, what up? And then I was just like, damn, they're winning this fucking game, bro. I was like, they just, they just, they just, they just. Well, the Philly just didn't care. They were like, fuck it. Like, how are we here? We're here on a backup quarterback with Big Dick Nick, and they just knew that he had the swag, and he was gonna fucking ram his giant meat. Raw down the Brady's throat, and that back was going to be Philly, it. Back in Philly, there was a shirtless guy, about 400 pounds, on a, on a quad wearing an Eagles mask, just riding around the street, like I'm knocking over mailboxes, too. Yeah, yeah. That was a wild night when the Super Bowl uh, won for Philly. They just they just destroyed their own city. I know. It's, just it's what they do. Yeah, it, it really was. It was great to see. Uh, but uh, let's yeah, let's get into some NFL, because I do want to get uh, – I do want to hit a couple of other things, too. We'll, we'll talk a little bit of the uh, – the the Leah Thomas drama that is taking uh, taking over the oh, uh, NCAA. Fun. There's two yeah. There's two ba- major stories. Are you sure you want to touch that one? Are listen, we man. Get canceled. Listen, man. Leah Thomas worked wolf? her fucking balls off to get to where she is. Okay, we're going to talk about it. Uh yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, let's. But let's start with the two. <laughs> let's start with the two uh, major stories. And before we get into the major stories, please seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. If you want to get in on this conversation, by all means, at any point, give us a call. Uh, please, if you're watching this video, give us a like, give us a share. We always appreciate those as well. Give us a follow at Row One Seat One. The show will be up on Spotify as soon as the show is done, usually within about a half hour or so. I got that posted. It'll also be on YouTube in its entirety. Uh, last week, we got a little bit of our show got clipped off of YouTube last week. Did it? For, uh, because, uh, for a copyright claim by the WWE because I did the... Uh, the Razor Ramon outro oh. tribute. I probably would have cried. And um and and it just it got nipped because the WWE is very 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 protective of its content. If we've noticed, a lot of things that we do, like the, even the NFL, like if you like fight or like dispute a claim, they'll be like, "Die ah, right, yeah, whatever, fuck it, it's common, it's like common, yeah, you yeah, know, whatever." Yeah. What do they call it? Uh, general like yeah, domain yeah, yeah, or yeah, eminent yeah. eminent domain, whatever, like not eminent eminent. Um, no, what is it? What is it called when the? It's just like it's public property. I don't know. There's a term for it they use on YouTube. Where there they, is. They can fight it if they want. but they, It'll come to me, but it doesn't matter. They really um, don't care. But uh, they, the WWE is like one of the very few companies that's just like, no. Dude. No, we're not letting that go. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how my Macho Man clip is still up there from like a year ago. Mm. The cream of the crop rises to the top. <laughs> and I was like, pretty sure that's going to be banned. Ooh. And I'm going to be banned for a year soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're going to get into Watson, we're going to get into Matty Ice, and we're going to get into Devontae right now because those are the big three stories in the NFL from this past week. Let's start off in numeric. Let's start off in chronological order, and let's hit the Devontae Adams one first. 
Wow, did Devontae Adams completely buttfuck the Packers and his boy Aaron Rodgers. Now, we were just discussing. Not his boy. Before. Clearly. Uh, you know, we were just discussing Aaron Rodgers is seems to be a pretty unlikable guy. But this whole offseason and this whole time of getting this Aaron Rodgers contract done, you thought it was based him staying in Green Bay was go- one of the major. 100%. You know, pins to that deal was going to be Devontae Adams re-signing a long-term deal in Green Bay to stay with his boy because him and Devontae, you know, they just, they, they're they like, they can close their eyes and they run click. routes and they they're, they're Marvin and, and Peyton, they're Brady and Welker, like they're Jerry and Montana, like they've just got that intangible that you can't put your finger on. And you just know, like, okay, I know when I throw this ball, he's going to be there. I know when, when this breaks down or this happens, he's going to be there. That, this did not, I was, I was shocked, 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 I say, that the Packers had the balls to move Devontae Adams. Because you have to wonder behind closed doors how Aaron Rodgers truly felt about this move. Well, uh, you hear about the reports that apparently he knew about it. But the the Packers are gonna the Packers are gonna leak that no matter what and they're gonna because then when Aaron Rodgers tries to come out and say like what the fuck they're gonna so be like, you think that's, well you knew you think that's a total save face stunt by the Packers organizations to say that I'm not gonna say it's 100 percent yes but yeah I would say yeah you agree to 100 percent save face Dude, argument look before last season and Aaron Rodgers outed everything that they've been doing like dicking him over for like 10 years. That this is like right in line with all of that. It really is. He's like he's like, hey, I would really, really, really like to keep Lazard and maybe like Jeff Janis, and, the, and they were like, Jeff Janis, dude. They were like, they, <laughs> there's that band again, dude. Lazard is like, I think. I did, all the time. I did, do I have to buy a Jeff Janis jersey? Yeah, at this so point? you think, think that was Green Bay's fuck you to Aaron Rodgers stomping his feet? Yeah, the probably. Past, like two years, sure. a year and a half, whatever. But like, how much can you say fuck you to a guy that you just paid 153 million dollars? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. By subtle, like, by subtle blows like this. Oh, you wreck of your prayer, huh? Go! They just get rid of him and just trade him away. <laughs> I mean, I've been saying it for years on this show. Green Bay is low-key a trash franchise. They treat their players like shit. Not a lot of guys have good things to say when they go there and then leave uh, about the organization, the way it's run, so on and so forth. They all like the fans. They they love the fans. The fans are not the problem. The fa- That's, the I think, really the only thing keeping some of these guys like Brian Gunst in, 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 you know, employed because what the fuck like what are you who who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? I know he's Aaron Rodgers and Lizard. I and I know like he can make, you know, less than great talent be great, but bro, like I don't I got the Packers right now as the third best team in the NFC. Yeah, but that's not that bad. I mean, granted, after 3, it's just like, whoa, but, that but with A-Rod is that bad? But who's uh, you? Do you really? Can you see? Can you envision a scenario right now of the Packers going into L.A. and beating the Rams in an NFC Championship game? In the NFC Championship game, or no, in an that, NFC playoff game? Let's just say in the divisional round. Meh, anything could happen. And of course, anything wild, could happen. Wild card, yes. But divisional, probably not. But we're looking. But who's who's getting open for the Packers? I don't see anything like that stands out that would say, "Oh yeah, Green Bay's got that all day." Absolutely not. No, right? That, not that, over that the Rams. There has to be, there has to be trades coming or something. There's tons of guys available via trade right now. There is still a lot of guys available, and I will put a pin in it. But I'm just saying, as they of right now, as of March 22nd. No, they don't have him. No, they could be. Obviously, him. this opinion is subject to change because this is a fluid situation, as they would say. 
I can't envision a scenario where the Packers go into a playoff game right now and you're looking at them going, okay, you know, yeah, they got Alan Lazard and they got MSV. and No, he's not there. Yeah, oh, right, he's gone. Sorry, right, yeah. So, all right, you're improving my point even further. Who the fuck is Aaron Rodgers throwing to this year, guys? Miguel Myers. Like, who? Seriously, like, they're going to have to go grab, like, are they going to be, like, competing to get, like, hey, Jules, Edelman, hey, I know you're going to play hey. with Tommy, but... Uh, hey. You ever seen how cold it gets in December in Green Bay? I'm telling you, bro. Fuck it, sweet. I, Does wonders for concussions. <laughs> Dude, I think I think a lot. It's of like teams, an instant ice pack on your head all the time. There's no like top end wide receiver talent in the draft this year. It's all like that twenty to forty five spot. Well, the only they top might, end, they might the drop only, down and try to. Take the only a guy guys. I really like is uh, is Jay Will there from uh, Bama. The one that tore up his knee in the AFC and the, in the national say, championship. He's hurt. But he's he's coming off a knee injury and. You're, the Packers aren't going to be anywhere close to high enough in the draft to yeah, get him. Yeah. Uh, I, it depends. I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. I don't think he's too high. I think he's like a 20, 25 guy around there somewhere. If he goes that late, whoever gets him is getting a Randy Moss-esque steal. But you have you have Williams. You have Mechie. Same team, Alabama. Yep. Another guy hurt. You also have Pickens. Another guy hurt, Georgia. Sure. You have a lot of good wide receiver talent that you can get in this draft, and maybe that's what they're thinking. They're thinking, hey, we'll, we'll pick up a couple of vets they're trying to bring back MVS because MVS wants like twelve or thirteen million a year, which is totally insane to me. Um, but then you, you know you have Tyler Lockett's available. Tyler Lockett's yeah, gonna Ty- be available for three million dollars. That's all you have. That's all you have to pay him. I would love Tyler Lockett. Three million. I would love him in New England. I'd take Tyler Lockett. In um, there you go. Ty Hillen is is available unless you want like a reclamation project. Hopefully, isn't he a restricted free agent? Ty no, he's way past restricted. Is he? I thought he was a restricted free agent. Isn't he like? No, isn't Ty like 29, or, 30 years old? Did you put a tender only... on him? Oh, he's he, yeah. No, he, was there or is it? No, he can't. He can't be a restricted free agent. What? What was the? There was. I thought there was something. I thought there was some stipulation with Ty some this year. Some clause in his contract. Maybe. I'm maybe not I sure. thought maybe he had one more deal, like year left on his deal, but the Colts I... could nix it. But I feel like they would have had to have done it by I, now. Yeah, but I, that's why I think he's tradable. I think he's a he's a tradable. Oh, asset. tradable. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. sure, 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 sure. Um, okay, but he's under contract with the Colts, and I don't think. As as far as it goes, we'll get into the Colts in a minute. Of course, they're razor thin at the at the receiver position. I don't think Very. they can afford to lose Ty at this point. But, but then, you know, there's other guys too. There's obviously Odell still out there. People are still talking about him. I know he's an injury risk. He has two ACL blown in the same knee. But apparently, all he wants is a five five million dollar one year prove it deal. Not that bad. Even as a Patriots fan, I was all out. Like once he picked LA last year, I was a Patriots fan. I was like, fuck you. All, all the smoking games, I'm done with it. And then if he's like, oh, I'll come back for, for one year at $5 million, yeah. I, I don't have a lot of options, so fuck it. I'll take one year at $5 million. That's cheap. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of guys out there that are moving pieces. Um, I think there's there's still time for— Plenty of time. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, this is— this is in. This is a. Uh, what, what do we call this? Uh, if this was Monday, it would be overreaction Monday. Uh, but it's Tuesday. Uh, so we'll just call it um, overreaction Tuesday. Overreaction offseason. <laughs> Overreaction offseason in general, <laughs> uh, because but the thing is the bottom line in, in, in this whole thing is like you okay you look at it from the Packers standpoint who is Aaron Rodgers throwing to we don't know if they go out and they get a Tyler Lockett and Odell uh, a Julio Jones mm-hmm. you know some veteran guy that's going to be able to provide depth I mean I don't think outside of you know I don't think any of those guys are number ones right now but they're all going to be but they're all good enough to go and play with Aaron Rodgers like you, you know it takes a certain kind of receiver to play with Aaron Rodgers. And in order to make that happen, there you know the Packers are going to have to be very selective, and and I think they're going to actually you know probably ask Aaron like, hey, who would you want? Because we know 
you're only going to have a one off season to get this thing clicking and get and get to it. I mean, there's already video of Russell Wilson and Cortland Sutton throwing, you know, out there throwing dimes, you know, Russ, Russ dropping dimes to Cortland in the end zone. I'm like, oh, baby, let Russ cook. Yeah, I mean. And I, I can't wait, but, like, there's, like, look, like, the season's already started, okay? Like, guys are on rosters. They're already working out. So, right. for the Packers, this is a, I mean, I think this is a devastating blow to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers' chances of winning a Super Bowl this year because I just don't see it now. I mean, you add Devontae last year, and that offense ran through Devontae, and now you get rid of him. And I know, typically, I know what everybody says, wide receivers don't win you Super Bowls. Correct. But they damn sure help you get there. And when you have a guy in-house now, I didn't love the money Devontae was looking for. No, at all. So I can almost see it from Green Bay standpoint where they're like, okay, if they feel like Odell is going to be good to go by, say, the first week of October or Tyler Lockett could come in and fill it. Or they can do it with a plethora of, you know, C plus, B minus guys and let Aaron do his thing, you know, and run the ball and and be that kind of offense. Maybe they get creative. I don't know. Um, But the the, the loss is, is bad for Green Bay because you felt like Aaron coming back was 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 hit was hitched that wagon was directly hitched to Devontae getting a contract and them two keeping it together for another couple of years. So there's that. But then all- on the flip side of the coin, yeah. Here come the Raiders fans, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my god, they think they're people again. Jesus Christ. You would think the Raiders just signed Terrell Owens or Randy Moss circa 2003. Like, don't get me wrong. Devontae's a good player. But is he going to be the difference for the Raiders in terms of getting dusted in the first round of the playoffs or not? No. No, he's not. Is the Raiders' offense going to be more fun to watch this year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fantasy-wise, yeah. Derek Carr is going to put up some pretty sweet numbers. Fantasy-wise, I think it's going to be a good fantasy football offense. Do I think it's going to be a Super Bowl team? No, I think they're a fringe playoff team. As a matter of fact, in that division, I have them fourth. So I think everyone has that fourth. I mean, as everyone should. Granted, I think a lot of people are overrating the shit out of the Chargers. Like, way overrating the Chargers. Because, I mean, let's be honest, dude. They're Look, doing Khalil, what everybody does. Khalil Mack, it's, it it's, not, it's, not 20, it's not 2016. Yeah. Okay? It's not Khalil Mack. He's not coming out and getting you 18, 19 sacks this year. Right. I don't care if Joey Bose is on the other side. That guy can't stay on the field either. So, and as we all know, the Chargers are just snake bitten, and they will, 90% of their roster will be on IR by week seven. So, so an- another thing I want to bring up to kind of piggyback off your point about the char- uh, Chargers, I'm sorry, about the Raiders doing all this stuff. Again, the Raiders have an injection of a Patriots front office mold in their mind right into the organization this offseason, mm-hmm. right? Two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Ziegler a lot. I am think I think he's going to be very sorely missed. He was a great drafter here in New England. He was like a secret drafter, and, and he did a lot of his players that we still use today. I think he's going to be a really big miss. But you're taking your your best asset from the Patriots, and you're taking his ability away by trading away draft picks, which leads right. me to still believe yeah. – I don't think that's going to be their quarterback. Because I think mm. you trade this man with the last year in his deal. You know, they're They haven't extended there. him yet. There's conversations about extending him, but that could all be smoke. Right. I mean, how do you gain some of your draft capital back? Mm, 
trade him some quarterbacks or some picks? Do you maybe trade him to New England for a couple of firsts, then use those firsts Man, to I get up and take Malik, uh, what's his name, out of Liberty? I don't want I, I'm I'm sticking with Mac. I'm okay. With I mean, Mac. I'm sorry. Did I didn't I didn't no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say New England. Um, what do you mean? That was an, that was an Do old... you mean Cleveland? No, 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 no. Who, who I'm not it? Cleveland. I'm sorry. Houston. Houston would be one because Seattle? yes, you it have to be Houston because they're at the top of the draft board. Or Seattle. Yes. But I don't think you need much. I think you can just do like yeah. a, a sorry, plethora, like second and third. Why did like I say that? New? I, I was I was. Looking, you're looking at me. I was looking at you with the Patriot logo on your hat, and I was going, "What a stupid fucking logo that Dude, is!" Dude, I, I love this new hat. This is like the '80s, the '80s uh, lettering hat they brought back, mm. where it just spells it out. I don't know. I love it. They brought it back, so I was it's an OG. It. It's like, hey, we're gonna go out to Schaefer Stadium and have a couple of brews. Dude, when I'll sit on the cold ass sheets and watch fucking champagne, Tony Eason. When this hat first came out, squish the fish. When this hat first came out, it was '86. It was 1986. The only reason why I know that is because I think my mom had a similar hat to this, and then we went to the Super Bowl, and the Bears fucking murdered us. Well, that was 85, but yeah. Yeah, I meant the year, because it would have been the year. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing I hate more than people saying, like, well, in, 1980, in yes. the 1986 Super Bowl, the Patriots and the Bears. But they didn't. No. No, no. They didn't change it all the time like they do now. Like Every season does have like a new like gear. Like Now it's like... Look at this new gear. And like, oh, you know, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. back then, they used to use the same gift like five seasons. I'm usually always like one year off. Well, I'm not paying. I'm like kind no, of like a year like 2000. Off, like for example, the 2006 season, the Indianapolis Colts won the Super Bowl. 2006, the Colts won the Super Bowl. Right, but they won. It but the game took place in February of 2007. 2007. Right, right. So the 2007 Patriots, who were undefeated up until the Super Bowl, they lost the 07 Super Bowl, even though the game was in 08. Right. That's how that works. I get that, which is what I always stop. But sometimes I read it and I'm looking at it. But do you like, ever try, well, like, the fuck? Because I, I've tried to, like, there. I've had a couple of people that we'll just call them special that I've had to try to explain that to that looked at me like I had 72 heads. And I'm like, bro, it's not that fucking hard. Okay. You had 17 games take place or 17 weeks, 16 games take place in one year. That's the season. That's it. It's a fiscal. I won. I won. Oh one. Oh three. Oh four. Fourteen. Sixteen. Eighteen. Done. Yes. I'm not. Oh two. Oh four. Oh five. I, know, fuck I, all I that. hate that. People. Like, well, the Patriots won the Super Bowl in 2005. I'm like, I want to fucking kill you. No, you didn't. The, St- the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers did. Yeah. Fucking idiot. The Steelers did. Um, but no. So from a Raiders standpoint, and I know we got some Raiders fans that listen to the show. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven. Yes, we do. Colin, give a little gloatsy gloat because, you know, I know you're all on cloud nine and I know you all think this puts you over the top. But what this really does, and I've said this time and time again on this show, and you will notice this as a theme from me going forward, this loss is way more detrimental to the Packers than it is beneficial to the Raiders. Agreed. Because the Packers already were, like, skating on thin ice. And I get it. They're like, oh, they got Renfro. Oh, they got Waller. Oh, they got they got Josh Adams. Jacobs. They got Josh Jacobs. I'm like, yeah, but you're still the Raiders. You still have fucking had 22 yeah, Henry years. Henry Ro- Oh, sorry. 20 no, years now of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got Henry Rock. Never mind. <laughs> Shit. That was my, that's one of my favorite new things now is like uh, Raiders fans on Twitter like trying to flex like because Jerry Judy didn't catch any touchdowns last year. They're like, oh, Jerry Judy didn't catch any touchdowns. I'm like, yeah, but at least like we didn't take the guy who killed somebody over him. Like we got that going for yeah, us. Yeah, we still have Jerry I still Judy. Would, I still wouldn't shit on like Jerry Judy for that. Like it's like it has nothing to do. Like one doesn't have anything no. to do with the other. Yeah, Drew Locke and You Teddy catch Bridgewater touchdowns from fucking Dave Gloves. On a Vic Tangio coach team. Oh, man. 
Um, but uh, but let's let's look at this from a Raiders from the Raiders standpoint. Like I was getting at. Again, this is my my thing with receivers. You just you can give up draft picks or you can give up money. You cannot give up both. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, it I, blows up in your face every single fucking time. I can picture Josh McDaniels right now, like looking down at like a plethora of like players and picks and things that are coming up, and he sees Garoppolo still available, and he's like. He's like, he's like, I can get picks for getting rid of Derek and probably have the same output with Garoppolo. Cause that, cause McDaniel's is like focused. McDaniel's is like, I know my guys. That's who right. I want. Like, it's focused as, man. Yeah, as soon as he went to Denver, he's like, I have Jake Cutler, strong arm quarterback. Fuck that. I want Tim <laughs> Tebow and I want uh, Kyle Orton. That's what the guys I want. And then, uh, Paul, can you open the fridge door very gently and carefully because the camera's on it? Oh, uh, no. Ah, you played yourself. So, I can still picture. I know there's plenty of time to go. Sorry, you can move it. It's okay. It's I know fine. there's plenty of time to go. There I should still be a, picture. There should be a soda water right there on the top shelf of the door. Tell me I'm wrong, though. If you can say, hey, I'll regain some of your second and third round picks. Yeah. All right, now put it back. Imagine you're saying, forget the first. All right, forget the first. You can have second and thirds back and have Jimmy Garoppolo and have adequate play and still have everything work out for you. And you can gain salary cap back. Yeah. yeah, you get rid of Carr. But you know none of the Raiders fans, especially the ones that we know, are going to go for that. No. They're going to have a goddamn aneurysm Derek if they trade away Derek Carr. Derek is the fucking... If, and it, not for nothing, but if you're Josh McDaniels, can you really trade away Derek Carr right now? After what you did after what you did in Denver, I know it wouldn't. it's not his ultimate call like it was in Denver, but... Which I still can't believe Pat Bowen allowed that. It still boggles my mind that that was allowed. He must have been one hell of a salesman. But could you, if if you're McDaniel's, can you even like? Is that something you could be like? I know it's not his his decision, but if they trade away Derek Carr, they're going to be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? We just saw you. You did this in Denver, and it didn't work. Why would you get rid of the guy? We already had the guy. Now you're going after a different guy. Like, what is wrong with you?" And then, of course, everything Jimmy Garoppolo did to that point, Sands winning a Super Bowl would just be like, well, Derek Carr would have gotten us a game further. Derek Carr would have gotten us a little bit further. So I don't know that they can trade away Derek Carr. Optics-wise, I think it's suicide. Yeah, I don't think they get rid of him. Paul and Sean are blown away by I am, absolute I'm, genius. No, no, I thought well, you were going to continue, try, Well, dick. I'm trying to like wrap my head around it now. Like I look at it now, and I'm like, yeah, they're fucking... The way that the quarterbacks have shuffled through, like, you know, NFC to AFC and, like, how, like, a bunch of, like, big signings have happened throughout this, like, past two weeks or whatever, it would be absolute fucking suicide for the fucking Raiders to get rid of Derek Carr. They, like... Yeah, but when does... I'm sorry, but, like, that's, like, the Patriots thing. They don't care about what the fans think. They care about what they believe is going to be best for the team. But who could they possibly believe is going to be best for the team now at this point other than who they already have? But the, of, the the Raiders? Yes. If you're McDaniels, Jimmy G. That's the only answer. I'm telling you. Like, Fuck that. No, I'm telling you. Think about it. They just got rid of... I'd much rather have... De- I mean, it doesn't take a moron to fucking figure out. I'd rather have Derek No, Carr think about this. You just, you just gutted all of your draft capital. You bring in Ziegler from the Patriots as your GM, who is a known draft expert and likes drafting young guys who are mm-hmm. going to fit the team. 
how do you gain some of that draft capital back? And I'm I'm just progressively thinking as right. like how they've operated forever. So the same thing with the Patriots. Patriots free agent comes up. He wants a huge contract. Fuck it, we'll get a we'll get we'll get a compensatory pick from uh, next year. Right. Yeah. We'll you know, that's what, that's all they do. They just do the formula over and over and over and over and over again. And so they think, hey, will there be a drop-off from Carter Garoppolo? Absolutely. Is it going to be a, gi- a gigantic drop-off? No, it's manageable, and we think we can play better because our offensive pieces are better. So I think it'll kind of manage right. out. It comes, they do like a Billy Bean type yeah, of thing. Right. It's, right. A, it's a money ball type thing. And it, what it comes down to is this. It's like, okay, are we going to win a Super Bowl with Derek Carr? Yes or no? If the answer is no, you're immediately looking to – improve your team in other ways so if you don't believe you can win a super bowl with Derek carr and i don't believe the raiders can not the raiders i think somebody right. else could win a super bowl with Derek carr right but i don't think the raiders can and i and i i think we'll be proven right you know like we usually are and that that'll that'll come down and when the raiders will not win a super bowl that being said this Devonte adams pickup is a head scratcher to me Okay, With the you, money they gave too. The money they gave up, plus the drafts, they, the draft picks they gave up. And I know the money was less than what was initially reported. Okay, so we don't need a lecture from Raiders fans on that. Like, yes, I get it. It was more of like a three-year, like what seventy-five million dollar deal or seventy-three million dollar deal, something yeah. like that, as opposed to the hundred and twenty, hundred forty. Yeah, it was reported. I saw to be. 140 Yeah, it was like one forty-three. It was reported, but it's actually like three years, eighty million or something like that, which is. Still a shit ton of money for a wide receiver mm-hmm. when you have an insane amount of glaring fucking holes wow. on your defense and in other areas. Like, I don't understand the logic. I don't understand the fascination with wide receivers. I really don't. They already got a couple decent pieces, even with Henry Ruggs being incarcerated. I mean, well, well, he's not a part of the team anymore. So. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, But you could take, you know, that first-round pick you just gave up for Devontae Adams, you might be able to get you know, a decent wide receiver. What if Jay Will falls because of his injury? And now all of a sudden Pickens is gonna fall. Now all of a sudden now all of a sudden you've got, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the draft at whatever twenty one or twenty two, whatever the Raiders are picking. I don't remember. It's like mid twenties somewhere, mid low twenties, because they were they were done in the wild card round, so they're right in there somewhere. But like you're right in there, like I don't understand that. And then you get the guy in the rookie deal, like you're not winning the Super Bowl this year, Devontae Adams or not. Right. Period. Like that division. If that no, was your that, all and in that was, splash. And, and to be fair, Sean, to be fair, when we had one of our regular callers, a Raiders fan, call in and say, I think we're going to get Devontae this offseason and, and we're going to be in the Super Bowl mix, I said, absolutely not. So if you get Devontae and you add Devontae to this team right now, it doesn't. it barely moves the needle for you in terms of wins and losses. Yeah, I don't think... It barely moves the needle. I don't think people understand that. that when it comes to wide receivers. When you have a Raiders defense that's looking like they're going to be giving up 28 to 32 points a game this year, you don't win many football games like that. I'm sorry. I, I just don't I don't understand it. Like, you can't win every game 38-31. Nope. And jo- Josh, great Trust offensive me, the, mind. The 2008 Broncos tried it. Didn't work out. Josh, right. great offensive mind. He is an incredibly frustrating person to watch in group four. I, it's, it's a reason why I've asked for him to be gone since 2014. I was like, please get this fucking guy away from my team. <laughs> Third and ten. Halfback toss. Why? <laughs> Every time. And it, we all knew what's coming. We I, just, we can't... You're, and you've been consistent about that over the last 10 years. Almost. At That's least, sad. you know, and it's it's so it's true. I just don't understand the, the, the law. And look, Raiders fans are going to be excited because they got a shiny new toy. Where they're not going to be excited is when that they have basically the same win-loss record or maybe worse than they did last year. Right. 
because a and and we said this before this division became what it all of a sudden became in the last two weeks, two and a half weeks, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. This division was, you know, you had when you had Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke or whomever in Denver, and you're like, yeah, good defense, great, you know, good roster, good players, but whatever. They got nobody at quarterback. Who cares? Right. That's all you need was a quarterback. And then you go out, and not only do you get a quarterback, it's not like they went out and they got, like, Kirk Cousins. They went and got Russ Wilson. <laughs> that's a big step up. That's a huge step up. That's arguably the best, you know, that's the, that's From one of him. And, two gloves. That's, that's arguably, you can make the case that Russ Wilson is the best quarterback in that division. Now, people would argue Mahomes is better because his raw talent, but when you look statistically, I mean, Russ has thrown over 30 touchdowns for the last five years. The only oh, the, the only year he didn't do it was this year because he was hurt, and he still went 25 and 6. I'm going to say, if you want to make an argument, fine, but not you can, definitively. You can make an argument. Okay. I'm not yeah, saying he's definitively it. the best, right. because I still think, you know, Mahomes is probably the best. And then I would probably then you know you got you throw Herbert in the mix. I'm sorry, I'm t- I'm, Russell is better than Herbert. I'm sorry. Russ is definitely better than Herbert, yeah. especially absolutely right now. Absolutely. Well, yeah, five Russ years is more proven. Five years from now, you know who knows? But yeah, Russ has the track record. Russ, Russ is has more the, proven. Of he's got the he's resume. Gonna, of course, we're gonna call Russ over over Herbert right now. I mean, the, Herbert's got fucking. You'd be surprised. Crazy, crazy fucking spots. I mean, the kid's fucking. Kid's legit, in my opinion. Oh, he's but, extremely legit. But there ain't no way that I'm gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, fucking, you know, Russ or or, or Herbert." It's Russ all day, every day. It's, yeah. it's, it's give not, me it's, Russ it's or ten, give me death. It's gonna be ten times out of ten for Russ. God, doesn't didn't it feel like it was like what three years ago I started that, the give me Russ or give me death thing on the uh, show? I don't know, maybe. I think it was like 2019. Jesus Christ! And I was like, I, I don't want to talk about 2019 as being three years ago. It sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds kind of retarded. Pre-COVID. Yeah, you know, the last great year before COVID. Yeah, no. It was like, that, 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 you know, 2020 got off to just a shit start. Like, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Kobe died the next week, uh, the, the week before. I know. And then COVID hit. And you're like, wow. Cool. Guess I'll just go fuck Look, myself. Yeah, like, no shit. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> great. Good Good year. Great. Uh, 774-992-8702. Talking a little bit of Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, Devontae Adams not being in Green Bay and what that means for the Packers. Uh, but the next big move we we, we definitely got to get into, and this is this was monstrous because there's so many angles to this. Deshaun Watson got cleared of the allegations on what day was it? Hold on, I will I will tell you right now. Uh, I forget. I no, I'll tell it. you right now because I had I I posted it. Watson is March 12th, so ten days ago. Watson was found to be cleared, uh, or at least a grand jury was not going to indict him. Uh, indict him. And charge him with uh, this sexual assault or any of these things. There was not enough evidence to bring charges against him. So that's it. Mr. Watson comes out. He does a press conference. And the Watson sweepstakes begins. And boy, they wasted no fucking time in this dude getting out in front of everybody and visiting with people. And at one point last week, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, Probably Wednesday, Thursday. The yeah. Cleveland Browns and the Carolina Panthers were told to exit stage left. Yes. They did not receive a rose from The Bachelor. Nope. Um, and they were not going to be making it to the finals. Correct. And it was basically looking like it was going to be Atlanta, New Orleans. Oh, no. He, the agent reportedly told the Falcons, barring an 11th hour decision change, he will be coming to the Falcons. 
that's what the agent had apparently told the Falcons brass, that he is going to be a Falcon. He was actually caught walking around wherever the hell he lives in full Falcons gear. There's a picture of it online. The night before he made the decision, he was in a Falcons like old school jacket, like Jamal, like Jamal, um, the Dirty Bird there. Anderson, thank you. Anderson had it. He had the 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 fitted Falcons cap. He had black jeans, black and white sneakers. The man was dressed as a Falcon. He talked about how he grew up in. He looked like Michael Vick, circa 2005. Yeah, he he grew up. He talked about (laughs) how he grew up and and he was a big Falcons fan, and that was his team he rooted for, and he, he always wanted to play for the Falcons. All of this stuff, everything. And everyone knew, I think even New Orleans, because New Orleans was already trying to, like, shift gears. And New Orleans was like, all right, let's call Jameis and make sure he's on the, on the ready because when, when we don't get him, we're going to call Jameis back. And so the Falcons, again, had a 28-3 to lead going into the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. <laughs> and then in the fourth quarter, hiccups Arthur Blank. Well played, sir. Arthur Blank comes down to the field to congratulate him, and he's like, just that image forever ingrained <laughs> in my mind, and like I feel bad for like like Rob. I know Rob. I'm not sure if he's listening. He was he was talking to me later or tweet me later or something like that before. And I feel bad for people like Rob. Rob's like, wow, we're gonna get Deshaun. Like that's gonna be pretty sick. And all of a sudden he's like, nah, fuck that organization. And he's like, okay. I guess we're not getting Deshaun then. And then on top of it, you have your all, which this leads to another trigger. All this stuff happened because of this. You basically tell your incumbent quarterback Matt Ryan, who's done everything for you for his entire career, mm-hmm. like. Get the fuck out of here. In- yeah. Including including delaying an $8 million bonus to today. Until, until Tuesday, which until today, today, which was due to him today if he wasn't moved, um, in order to you know facilitate this move and, and save the Falcons a little bit of money because the Falcons did incur a $40 million cap hit yes. um, by, moving, by moving Matt Ryan. So um, that is the biggest dead cap hit. Ever. Oh, ever. Yeah, by seven, by seven million. Yes. By seven million dollars. Yeah, it's pretty wild when you think about it. Yeah. Because uh, I remember that was like a Mike Shanahan staple was like the dead cap, like the money that, that Shanahan was paying guys that weren't on the weren't team on anymore. The team, yeah. And it was like, oh, God damn it. Like, God, you know, I wonder why we can't go be as aggressive you as we want. You got to fucking pay this guy. Yeah, I can like, see I mean, the office that day. We were like, we were like in the AFC, AFC championship against the Steelers, and we were still paying Brian Greasy for fuck's sake. Like, oh, Jesus. Brian Greasy's at home smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah, the, old, the old Bobby Vanilla shit going down. <laughs> Dude's still getting paid. So at the 11th hour, all of a sudden, I guess, Cleveland comes out and they're like, listen, Deshaun, we know you said no. However, we're going to counter. And he goes, I'm listening. And he says, we'll give you 235 million reasons to stay here. 235? Yeah, or two thirty, or two thirty, whatever, two hundred thirty million. Five million at this point makes means nothing. Two hundred thirty million yeah, reasons. Five million make or break my life right now. It means a lot. <laughs> two hundred thirty <laughs> yeah, million reasons stay here, yeah. and he's like two hundred thirty million over how many years? And they're like five, and he's like, mm, they go fully guaranteed. He goes, well, smack my ass and call me Charlie. I'm a Cleveland fucking Brown. Dog pound, bitch. I think that See was, ya. I think that's a very dangerous move. Very. Even though he was cleared from all those allegations. Let's let's just say one of those girls is telling the truth, and you just gave this man two hundred and thirty million dollars to go and just massage parlor it up across the country, and he's gonna be like, it doesn't matter if I don't play. Do they I'm have already paid? Do they he's have dancing all right? right? It doesn't matter. He's like he's like wait wait wait. So hold up hold up hold up. He's like, so as soon as I put my name on this paper, like, uh huh, and I sign this contract and it becomes official, uh huh. No matter what happens from here on out. Mm-hmm. 
I get all this money. And they go, yep, pretty much. Yeah. And he's like, well, this is a no fucking brainer. And, and you want to hear, I don't know if you even, either of you know this. Do you know Cleveland made his base salary this year? million dollars yeah to, to, to stretch the cap hit no 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 oh because when he gets suspended if he gets suspended it, he loses next to no money yeah right. wow so him saying oh for real i might get suspended and lose nothing he's yeah. like cleveland here i go and there comes the cherry down on top boop and cleveland was probably sitting there going <laughs> rolling up their sleeves yeah boys we got him you know what i mean i can't fucking believe that and honestly that sounds just like I mean, it just sounds like financial fucking suicide to me. Well, no, uh, Cleveland basically said they were Austin Powers at the poker table, and they said, "I too will go all in." Well, I too, I, 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 too like to I live, live dangerously. dangerously. I know he yeah, played blackjack. No sh- yeah, they live in dangerous. All but right, they pushed all the <laughs> Sir, chips in. You have goes, twenty. Hit me, <laughs> sir. I would advise against that. I too like to live dangerously. No, didn't he have twenty one? They get 21. No, it was 20, I think, or 19 or something like that. What was that? Somebody's going to know the answer. And anyway, that's them. They pushed all their chips in, and they're like, you know he might not play quarterback for like half the year this year, right? And they're like, guess what? That's crazy. We're going to have a jersey that says Watson on the back, so eat my ass. Like, we don't give a shit. They don't care. I mean, look, if there was ever a, a, like, some, if there was ever a move that would sum up the Cleveland Browns in one move, this is it. Because I feel like this is going to blow up in their face in multiple de- like ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you laughing? Sorry. At? And then I immediately thought of like right before that, <laughs> Cleveland posted a video of like Amari Cooper like joining like Cleveland, and Amari Cooper gained like sixty pounds. Oh. Watch me. He's like, hey, everybody, going all Zion with it. I'm like, I'm like, I commented on the video. I'm like, why is he so fat? <laughs> like, why did he gain so much weight? Like, no wonder Dallas got rid of him. Like, that was like a hidden agenda. They saw him at like a all you can eat buffet. So. Is Deshaun Watson an upgrade over Baker Mayfield? Absolutely. Yeah. However, however, the risk the Cleveland Browns are taking with this, and I feel like this is going to be the first and last fully guaranteed contract of this size that we see for a while. Because I hope not. Because if this goes tits up for the Browns, no one is ever like the entire league, the every player in the league right now is looking at Watson and going, bruh. You better win three Super Bowls and four MVPs, because if you if this goes tits up and you get suspended for six ga- eight games and then come in and suck, he's gonna none of us are ever getting a fucking fully guaranteed contract again. Yeah, he's gonna sink that organization, and the yeah. Browns are gonna be left in turmoil for the next ten years. So and they're gonna be like, fuck. Great, great question. We have five years of this potentially. Do you think it's more likely? That it works favorably, or more likely that it's unfavorable for the city of Cleveland. Oh, unfavorable! I say absolutely. Just based on the fact that it's the Cleveland Browns, I'm already leaning towards disaster. Yep. And that's just because look, the Browns make terrible decisions, right? And what do we always say about the great franchises and the great teams? There's a reason why the Steelers, the Broncos, the Colts, the Patriots, the Ravens have been the dominant five teams in the AFC for the last 25 years because they have great ownership. It starts with ownership, okay? The Cleveland Browns do not have that. Cleveland Browns ownership will do something like take a guy who sat out of football for a year is being accused by 22 people of some pretty poor 
Oh, wait, two no, dropped 22. off. Yeah, 22. Oh, okay. 22 women of doing some pretty sketchy shit. Let's just say that. Helicopter and his dick around. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do that on a daily basis, but not You went out with my... George R.R. R. Martin and South Park with Like, I don't, you know, I do that, you know, in front of my dog or my cat, and they, they even then it's offensive. I hope your cat goes to an attorney. I know, right? And then my cat's going to come back with, like, a little, my cat comes back with a little suit and a briefcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, I'm suing you. Uh, yeah. I'm like, fuck you, Mia. The dog is a witness. My dog's sitting there going, mm-hmm, I'm testifying against him. Like, y'all bitches is fucking hoes. <laughs> y'all hoes mad. And they're like, well, you know, you should have given me that extra treat last night, and you probably should have taken me out to play instead of going to play golf all day again today. So, oh, and, wow. you know, whatever. And then the dog, but like, just imagine like the cat, like in a little suit, with a little briefcase, like, <laughs> glasses and on. Just sitting there, it's like, meow. I'm immediately thinking of people's quiet theme. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but a little, but a cat. It's like it's like the water skiing squirrel on Sports Center. <laughs> I miss that thing. I miss that. I miss when Sports Center was good. R.I.P. John Clayton, by the way. Wow, oh, that came yeah. out of nowhere. Legend, fucking legend. He was man. only sixty. I know he looked. He, he looked like he was seventy for his yeah, entire he life. Looked old. He looked. But old. he was only sixty-seven. And he, he passed was away. Mr. Mackey in real life. Yeah, he was. But it must it had to be cancer or something bad because it was. They said a brief stint with an illness and then he passed away. Well, I was like, that's usually. And if it was COVID, they would have been like, he died of COVID. Yeah. yeah. Mom, I'm done with my segment. But, but yeah. do, you, do you know? <laughs> Slayer they t-shirt. played that. They played that a lot this week, actually. I, dude, that yeah. was one of my favorite ones. You know, I have that exact same T-shirt, that Slayer, Slayer T-shirt. One? Yeah, yeah, that That's was really one, of the, one of my favorite gym shirts. And they just jamming out. They did a great oh, job with those extensions left on his. Over his <laughs> they do a great job with those extensions on the back of his like skull that he had. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it was John Clayton. John Clayton, Dan Patrick, and somebody else who came up with the idea for that commercial. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's um one of the other old school guys that I can't. No one can remember his name. I can't think of his name. Yeah, it was he used like to always be on air. Yeah, it was uh like pre Keith. It was it wasn't Keith Olbermann. It was. Uh, it was definitely not Keith Olbermann. No, Keith Olbermann's a fucking cuck. Um, I can't remember. But anyway, but yeah, yeah they came out there. They're like, imagine if it was John Clayton's just like like a half like half tuxedo because you only ever see him in that one box. So but, so I thought of an idea just now of like. Like you, you see this news for quarterbacks, and you know every quarterback that has a contract coming up, their eyes just like lit the fuck up. They text the agent immediately. They'll be like, "You seeing this? Yo. Are you up? Like, you think yeah. Russell Wilson? You think George, George Patton like licking his lips? George Patton? To- yeah, right. No shit. Jerry Jones going. God damn it! Yeah. My eyes are too <laughs> far apart. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have an idea right now. I'm going to go home. I'm going to make a video with my son. I'm going to build like a bunch of toys in front of him, and I'm going to have him come smashing through it. And then I'm going to tag Kyla Murray. I'll be like, this is actually Kyla Murray upon hearing uh, <laughs> uh, the, the news of the contract guaranteed. Yeah. And I'll probably get blocked by Kyla Murray like immediately. We probably. should do that. We should. We could facilitate that. We have Murray, the equipment. You, you jump through. Ah! I'm like, Kyla Murray, calm down. Why are you always talking about my height? <laughs> uh, it's because you're a midget, Kyler. I mean, not legally, but. No, he's 5'11". Nah, your wife's not even legally how, a midget. How tall no, she's is he? Not. She's close, though. No, he's like five seven, five eight. No, legally midget's four seven, dude. Yeah. Bro, was Kayla like four seven and a quarter? Like, nah, she's five. Flat. She's she's five. In shoes. In shoes. Depends. Yeah. I'm so no, I'm still <laughs> saying she's five. She no, nah, I'm saying it's five it. because sometimes she wears heels. It's like she's way over it, obviously. But oh, I was like, yeah. no, nah, I'm pretty sure she's just five feet. She's like, no, I'm like four eleven. I'm like, whatever. I don't fucking care. It's five feet. Sister's <laughs> shorter than her, though, right? Yeah, she's shorter than her. Yeah. Legal midgets. <laughs> Small hands. Yeah. Smell like cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> Destry says it's 410. Is it 410? That's what he says. That's legal midget, right? I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, I Kyler, thought, I Kyler, Kyler, whatever. The bottom line is Kyler Murray is definitely flirting with that. Kyler Murray is what? Like, he says he's 5'11", but he's like, what, 5'8"? 5'8", 5'9". Yeah, he's small. Yeah. yeah, he's small. Small quarterback. Uh, but to to the point, back to the Deshaun uh, Watson. Deshaun, oh, my God, I didn't call him Deshaun Foster. Yeah, good job. I wanted to, and I didn't. I think we're through it. Uh, Holy shit! This is a breakthrough. I, I use a call Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Foster every every. I gotta reach out to Deshaun what? Foster and be like, dude, what are you doing? Can you come on the radio show for like twenty minutes? Just can you come talk to me about that time that you like jumped in to the end to the zone, end zone holding your dick. like holding your dick? You did the hold my dick before the hold my dick was a hold my dick. Speaking of holding my dick, I I kid you not when I texted you that picture last night of that fight and got frozen, I was literally in tears for about twenty oh. minutes. <laughs> So, I don't know, a few days ago, Thor from the mountain from Game oh, of Thrones Eddie Hall yeah, fought Eddie match. Hall in a boxing right, match. Right, I heard about that. Dude, the stream went so bad. And, like, of course, it took place in, place in like, England and all of, like, Europe. But they get, it accidentally got frozen, this guy, like, fixing his junk, so he's just squeezing his <laughs> junk. And that was the image frozen on the screen for, like, 20 minutes. So, people, like, I'm reading in their accent, people are tweeting, hey, Hey, I seen this bloke squeeze his chimneys for like twenty minutes, mate. Like, you gotta fix this. And I'm like, I'm reading all the comments, and I'm like, I'm like this oh, I is wish the best. I saw that. Oh, I'll show you the picture. I have the picture. <laughs> oh, this is funny. the image that was frozen on the screen for twenty minutes. Do you want? Did you send it to me? Send it to me in the. Send it to me in the group chat. I'll put it up. Right. Who is that guy? Do we know who he, he was? He was just an announcer. Like he was oh. like talking about like the fight about what was coming up and. And he just got caught squeezing his shit. Yeah, the camera scrolled down and it got frozen, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, rip! Everyone's gonna just watch me squeeze my shit. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh my god, but yeah, that's I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, no, but so to the Deshaun Watson thing. Um... <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> that's that's quick. You know, I just think. This is the most Cleveland Browns move of all time because what if, and I mean, this is a pretty big, not big if, Deshaun Watson gets suspended for a significant portion of the year. Six games, apparently. I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're going to they're gonna say 10 or, or 16, and they're going to knock it down by half. To six. To either six or eight. Yeah. They that seems a very popular number amongst a NFL half by circles. by two or three. Yeah, half by two or three. Because just because you're not convicted in court does not mean judge, jury, and executioner Goodell is going to let you off easy. Right. Well, no, actually, he doesn't do that anymore. Remember, he he signed this woman who he made in charge of decision-making. We all know. Oh, really? That sounds great. That's <laughs> <so> great. <laughs> what... Time of the month is this hearing nice, going nice. down? Who's <laughs> <laughs> mad? He better get on her cycle real fucking quick and figure that shit out or he's fucked. <laughs> You're going right to jail. Yeah, I know. Sue me. <laughs> I know. Sue I'm me. going to jail. I'm just making a funny all you woke bitches. All right, I'm not going to crop it because, you know. You don't have to crop oh, it. Oh, did you put it up? No, I mean, like I'm nice not going to. Uh, guy's got a nice suit. I'm not going to crop it in the sense of, like, I'm not going to just, you know. Who won the... I heard Eddie Hall lost. He did. Eddie Hall got knocked out. No, he didn't. It was a decision. Oh, he got knocked down. He got knocked down a few times. They both got knocked down, but they're both, like, too big for themselves. So they just, like, fall over. Like, uh... Like, whacking Eddie. They're yeah. super heavyweight. <laughs> Thor, yeah, Thor threw a couple of, like, uh... Of, of good, like, of good punches and nailed him a couple times on the chin, but... Eddie Hall was fucking gas. End of round one and a half. He was that Marge Simpson like like gif of like like him like swinging from like the ground up. Uh, All he was doing is like uppercut swings because fucking Thor is like six eight or six nine whatever the fuck. Yeah, he is. yeah, it's a big dude to try and throw yeah, a punch. So. At. I kind of wish I saw that. I heard that it was going on, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I'm pretty sure I was off for it. 
And then I think I woke up the next day and I was looking on Facebook and it was like, all right. So here's the here's the image that was frozen. Oh, there it is. Uh, on the on the, the screen, <laughs> bro. I making his debut. Listen, if anybody goes on Twitter and finds that, just enjoy the rabbit hole you go down. If people just like commenting on this guy grabbing his junk, it's ab- absolutely glorious. Okay, bye. Paul just gets up and he doesn't. He's say like, anything. I gotta take a shit. And just runs out of here. He's just like, all right, I'll be right back. I guess. Um, he didn't but, actually say that, by the way. No, he didn't. Uh, so, what is going on with these cameras right now? They're like, I don't know. They're like, um, they're like frame rate. Keeps yeah, dropping. like freaking out. I don't know what's going on here. Let me see if I can fix this real quick. You dropped from like a 1080p to like a 420 or 480. It could be just Facebook. That's interesting. It just it just said, I'm watching on my own stream saying I left and came back into the, into the, the chat. That was really interesting. Ah, it's Facebook being funky. Yeah, it's got to be Facebook. It's almost always Facebook. Whenever we have issues like this, it's almost always Facebook. So, uh, anyway, Sean. So the Deshaun Watson thing, I think, is look. If you're Cleveland, if you're the Cleveland Browns, you're thrilled. You, you no, you have to make this. I'm sorry, you have to make you, this move because yeah, you've basically admitted Baker Mayfield's a retard. Like you, you, you're like, listen, we brought you all this talent. But who all the was talent. Baker Mayfield's first coach? Fred Kitchen. Listen, you came out and said we brought you all this talent. You're telling us the talent is bad. We literally let go of Odell, and he blew up in L.A. in half a season. So, and then not all only that, the eyes looked at him, and they were like, everybody who played with with, with Baker and then left shit talked Baker on their way out the door. They were like, "Fuck this guy. He fucking sucks." Yeah, he's all about himself. He's all about public perception. Mm-hmm. He's not a good guy to us. Who did he tell? Oh, he told Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson could not wait. Duke Johnson, laughing emoji when the whole thing came out. And Duke Johnson was like, this man told me I need to be need to be either on the train or off the train about this team. And he's like, he's like, I don't even understand like why he told me that. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. He goes, oh, obviously there. <laughs> like, it doesn't make right. any sense. Like, uh, what do you what do you think I'm doing here, Baker? Uh, but you know, the whole the 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 uh, Browns wanted an adult in the room at quarterback. They got one. Granted, he's an adult who does some pretty mischievous things, if you will. Mysterious, more like it. He's a mysterious man. Would you just get a glass of water? Yeah, I have a question. Oh. You said dump. My ra- he just he just raids the fucking M&M jar downstairs, like, relentlessly. Like, I gotta keep a five-pound bag of m You a pocket full of M&M's? <laughs> He just reaches into his hoodie. He's you like, did not just, you did not just. <laughs> he's like, I, mean, I can't just fill my like, mouth once. He, he's he like, fills his pockets. He's like, I don't have enough evidence. I can't yeah, fit enough evidence on the table. I don't want to put them up there. Oh, so you keep them in the fuzzies in your hoodie? Yeah, I know those fuzzies. I know where they've been. <laughs> Paul's just pulling M and M's out of his pocket. He was like, Dude, they're peanut M and M's. I can smell it. I know they're mad good. Jesus, how many did you eat? I can smell it. He's like about I mean, 15. in that one time that I went yeah. downstairs just now? Yeah. Probably about 10. <laughs> I said 15. I wasn't that He probably far. grabbed five on his way to take a piss, and yes. then probably like 10 and on I the way get, back. Yeah, exactly. And I got a bunch more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I was like, I smell like a, like a bowl of peanut butter. I'm like, it has to be peanut M&M's. This is ridiculous. Unbelievable. And he this still has is, more. <laughs> look, look, he's got, look, look, how many is he got? What? Look, how many did you? Wow. They're just a couple, guy. What do you want me to fucking do? <laughs> uh, what are you, Kevin from the office? A couple? You can't count. 
Two, four, six. There's eight right there. He just pulls a handful Nine, of M- Kip pulls a handful of M and M's out of his hoodie po- pouch pocket. Yeah. Look, which oh one's serving? God. Like forty of them things? No, like ten. Like ten. Oh, so I've had like one and a half servings. You've had like four servings. You said you had like forty of them already. <laughs> no, no, I asked if a serving was forty. Oh, oh, oh! All right, close enough. Jesus I've had about Christ. fifteen. So. You're like, how many calories did I just eat? I don't know, probably like four hundred calories. You're like, nah, that sounds about. <laughs> And you go look at the you go look at the calories and you're like, ah oh, shit. Nah, fuck me. He's like, ah, he's like, I don't want to drink anymore. It's you know too many calories, but I'm just eating. Dude, these a, a package, yeah, a small supplied. pack of M and M's is 290 calories, and only like 20 M and M's. I wasn't counting calories. Oh, whatever. <laughs> 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 okay, man, I sucked something in my face. <laughs> like that, like that little kid with the ice cream cone. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that kid is like that, and the little girl with the cotton candy. Oh my god! Oh, I couldn't. I can't hear. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Ooh, <laughs> Wait, it sounds like it all of a sudden. Uh, I got my. I brought my family this time, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. How many of them are there? Oh, uh, like. Negative four. Wow, it sounds like a lot more than four, dude. No, he said negative four. Oh. You, you got you. You got got you got sacked. Well, it just sounds like a lot of people back there. That, that's the fucking point. Um. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Colts. Wow. wow. You Shots got, fired. Fuck the Vikings. Okay. I mean Who's a Vikings fan? I don't know what the Vikings did to anybody, but okay. They did yeah. I mean, they just suck, so whatever. You don't like yeah. Kirk Cousins? Yeah, the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl. Who's the quarterback? Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Actually, that's actually really accurate. Mm. Mm. Go Bengals! They might have a. Yeah. Oh, get the fuck out of here! The random Go Bengals guy in the back. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Well, okay, we just. I I feel like we are, are a strong family at this point with your radio show. So, um, I want. Oh. Don't mind that guy. Did anyway. he say go Spider-Man? I didn't hear what he said. <laughs> go Celtics. Oh, go Celtics. Tell him hockey sucks. Oh. No. <laughs> All right, well. Go Celtics, hockey sucks. No, no, sucks. no. No, I don't know. Yeah, he's all messed up. Paul, just eat your M&M's, he's okay? Eating, he's eating 40 peanut Skip M&M's this right now. pulled, like, fucking 20 M&M's out of his pocket. Yes, we're, we're a family. Please continue with, with, your, with your comment. Since we're family, I wanted to just tell you my name. Go. Okay, ready? Write it down. You're going to need to. Okay. Okay. You said no. Go. I said go. Oh, okay. Don't yell at me, bro. <laughs> All right. It's Gabe Horn. I'm on the phone for that one. I'm not even going to say it fast. <laughs> 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 it's a fucking trap. Yeah, what the trap. fuck are you talking? Why are you making fun of my name? It's a trap. With him? My, bu- my mother pushed me out of her vagina. <laughs> And gave me the name Gabe Horn. Are you sure? Is your... make fun of that on national TV? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's Gabe, not Gabriel. No. Okay. It's Gabe Horn. Gabe Horn. But is it with Horn? But is the Horn spelled with an E? No, it's Gabe Horn. So yeah. I, I know, but it would be like. Did G- you say Gabe the Horn or Gabe Horn? Gabe Both. Horny. Gabe it's Horny. Gabe Horn. Horny or Horn? Like, is there an E? <laughs> 
What the fuck is this devolved? Dude, I, I hope he knows his name. He's really getting called Gabe now. All right, Gabe. So yeah, his name Gabe could Connors. honestly be like Mitch Connors, which I would actually love. But it's probably just gonna be now. It's gonna be Gabe. Well, it's it's Gabe and the monkeys. Now I'm thinking of all I think of is Gabe. It's actually the guy from the office, Gabe, the tall uh, insect looking dude. <laughs> Six oh, foot five. Oh, oh. Chow. 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 I don't watch the office. Fuck what you. the fuck is wrong with you? How do you not watch The Office at I don't this fucking point? Watch He's the Kevin. Office. That's why. Yeah, yeah, you would have gotten that Eminem reference if you fucking... I'll buy that guy that talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Kind of what you're talking about. You know about. he talks like nothing like that in real life? He sounds like a proper gentleman. He is. Yeah. A total proper gentleman. You should watch The Office. Start episode one, season one. You would die. You would... You would, you you would, would stop you like would, the last You and seasons. the girl would love it, dude. It's hysterical. I, I reference so much shit from it. I just... I don't want to hear that fucking intro again. Another day in my life. <laughs> you, can just, you can just literally hit skip. You're like, yeah, you're like squeeze with the Seinfeld music. That's yeah, but I don't mind the Seinfeld. Yeah, I don't mind Seinfeld music. Keith hates it. I love the Seinfeld music. Don't I bother love me, Seinfeld. You know. Arrested Development is pretty good. Is that the same? Is that yeah, Larry it's the same David? guy, yeah, Larry, Larry David. David. Larry yeah. David is really George in real life. Right, yeah. I know it's hilarious. Yeah. I, the Arrested Development I thought was really funny. His commercial for the Super Bowl was hilarious. Yeah, best fucking one. It was the only yeah, good one. I don't know about that. <laughs> I have a pretty good track record. I've never been wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever the hell he says. That was the only. That was the only only good commercials. The commercials were. Trash this year. Thank God the game was good because the commercials were horrid. Yeah. And remember how everybody overreacted to the halftime show and they're yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. needed this seven minutes of just, we just, oh my God, we needed this. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up and have a soy latte, you fucking cunt. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with soy. Um, anyway, 774 992 8702. We got about uh, 45 minutes left. Wait, we got to talk. Oh, never mind. You said 45 minutes. Yeah, we got plenty of time left, bro. Plenty of time left. Uh, Talk about one Red Sox thing, too. We could. Yeah, we could. Yeah, dude. The fucking... It's a stacked lineup. I'm, dude, I'm excited. Dude, the Red Sox all of a sudden like look like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, Let's go Heim. Did you save that? Yeah, you, yeah. you fat, <laughs> fat, fat, fat person. He's just like, oh, like Paul used every ounce of reflexive ability in his body to not knock over the camera, not fall off the chair, and still save that Eminem. He was like the floor. an all-star, all-star two shortstop. Oh, Jesus. Picking the ball and scooping it into his mouth, all in one motion. Ah. <laughs> uh, last big move in the NFL, the, the, the one that I've been wanting to get to. This is my favorite one because my, 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 Paul... How far we've come! Yeah, no, I know. Was, was, this is all falling on deaf ear, like a de- like a dead subject. I'm like, damn man, we haven't even started talking about fucking, you know. No, we were just no, saving, we're saving it. We were just saving the best for the last because we all know the Cleveland Browns are gonna totally kerfuddle this fucking Deshaun Watson thing. He's gonna get suspended. He's gonna come back. He's gonna suck. They're gonna be like, we don't know what's wrong. They're gonna be like, get Freddie Kitchens in here, and they're gonna go okay. And then Deshaun Watson's probably gonna like, I don't know, he'll get hurt or just suck. Or both, and then in three years it'll be like, oh my God, this was a failed experiment, and Deshaun Watson's still getting paid, a la Bobby Bonilla for the next two years, and we're like, fuck, and the red, you know, the, the Redskins, the Cleveland Browns are racist picking picking number one overall in the draft, and they're back on that long list of quarterbacks that they so often uh, that they've become so known for, uh, but the big move, the one thing I wanted to get to was the. Colts and the absolute brilliance of Chris Ballard 
and landing one Matty Ice. How does no other team that needs a quarterback offer a third-round pick? All the teams that need a quarterback... That was what did it for me. All the teams that need a quarterback have the room to absorb his the rest of his contract because you're not absorbing the rest of that $40 million. Everyone's like... Oh, you got to think about the contract. No, the Falcons had to think about that contract yeah. because they owe a lot of money, but you have to take on like 15 to 18 million. Very manageable for an NFL quarterback. You're telling me Seattle can't take on that? You're telling me, uh, and good for you, good for the Colts. Third round pick for Matt Ryan right, is right. steal, heist. Like, I can't even believe how good Finesse. of a deal that was. Because I, it, it, you know why there was not more teams lining up to give up a third round pick for that quarterback? I will tell you why. Because there was not many teams, if any, that were a Matt Ryan away from contending for a Super Bowl. True. The Carolina Panthers get Matt Ryan, they're huh. barely a playoff team, if they're lucky. The Seattle Seahawks get Matt Ryan, barely a playoff team. The Indianapolis Colts get Matt Ryan. Yeah. We are now talking about the Indianapolis Colts potentially playing on Championship Sunday and beyond. All that team needed. Don't forget, this team got Phillip Rivers just a couple of years ago, and they almost went, was it into Buffalo and beat yeah. Buffalo? It was what, It was the yep. last play of the game away yep. from beating a very good Buffalo team that yep. I still shit on. Um, I just, I think this is a perfect move. I think this is like a bet, you're getting a better version of um, uh, Rivers a couple of years ago. I agree. I, I think Matty Ice is the ideal fit for this Colts team because Matty Ryan is... For all intents and purposes, one of the greatest game managers of all time. Right. And that's all the Colts need. They need a guy who can come out, make some throws when they need to, and hand the ball off to their fucking MVP and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Right. We just, just Jonathan somebody, Taylor, but I I, I, yeah, we so. just needed somebody better than Wentz who could sit there and manage the game a little bit better. You're you're bringing in somebody who's got a, a world of a, 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 you know experience. He's been there. He's been to the top. Unfortunately, didn't get it done, but. Not With Matt Ryan, he's he's the type of professional that you want on your team. No off-field antics, he's no off-field bullshit. He's a leader, a proven leader. He's been there. He's done that. He's put up the numbers. He's the type of guy to fuck your wife while you're at work and then leave his drawers in your hamper. Yeah, bitch. But I'm <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the Baker I don't know why thing, like, kind of I was pumped. Yeah, I mean, this is just old LL Cool J line. Yeah, there was a couple of people I was talking to like last week about like Baker or whoever. I honestly didn't even have Matty Ice on my fucking radar. Dude. So I did because I always had I had Matty Ice as a I didn't have Matty Ice returning for the Falcons. I in did not know he was even on. I did not have I had him because well, he wasn't. If uh, I'm <clears throat> had Denver not landed a Rod Russ or Watson, one of the big three that they were supposedly going after, right? Uh. I had the next tier of guys was going to be Matty Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Colin Kaepernick. Maybe, maybe. I, know, I mean, you know, he's he, he's he's in shape and he really man. he worked out. He worked. He Don't wants. He's work, he's working that, out. Man. He really wants to play. You know, oh, really, cool. really wants to play. I bet he does. Yeah, you know, he really wants to play. Million you know what I love? I'm glad you brought up Colin Kaepernick <laughs> because <laughs> well, I knew, I knew. I just like is a can of gas right to the fire. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you, know, because, you know what I, I find it super super fucking funny is that people will be like how's Colin Kaepernick not getting a tryout he threw 16 touchdowns and 4 interceptions when he was on the shitty ass Niners team 
why the fuck is he not getting a look as a starter? And then you come to this year, and people are like, and the, the Broncos trade for Russ, and they're like, Russ is fucking trash. <laughs> Did you see his numbers last year? 26 and 4? What a fucking piece of shit. Right. And you're like, <laughs> what? Like, I don't even understand. What? No. This is not, no, no, no. Paul Kaepernick is better because he kneels for the anthem. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's not done with that. He doesn't do that anymore. Oh, no, he doesn't oh, do that. I bet he doesn't. I bet the fuck he doesn't. No, he's changed, he's changed his uh, stances oh, on things. Oh, did he? Oh, I did he. I bet he did. Yes, he's very pro-police now. Yeah, about 32 motherfuckers in the world that said, yeah, you're going to change your ways, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Actually, they said, we don't care if you're going to change your ways. You ain't ever playing for us again. Yeah, so. no shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Good luck with just, the changing of the ways, bro. I, just, I think it was interesting that he had like a camera set up like a quarter mile away from the high school field that he was playing on. I was like, you can't zoom in to your fat body like last time when they had you zoom in and you were just jiggling around out there launching balls over guys' heads. Listen, the guy has a quarterback arm. He does. That's about it, though. Right. It doesn't mean, like, you can play. I mean, look at Zach Wilson on tape last year. Zach Wilson, pre-draft, was, like, throwing balls behind his back and all that other shit. It's, uh, like, Malik, um, uh, what's his name, the quarterback from Liberty. For this year? Yeah. What's the, what's the rookie kid? I can't there? think of his name, but I know who you're talking about. He's a he's fringe <clears throat> first-round guy because there's no quarterbacks in this year. Well, draft. no, he's yeah. he's going to go in the first round this year because... I, I just, you just fringe. said his name the other fucking day, dude. I want to say Malik Jackson, but that's not him. That's no, I know, I know, I know. No, that I know. was... Defensive. defensive lineman, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know, no, I, I know. Malik Willis. Willis. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, another guy, like, fringe. Like, you have to go by game tape. Like, the one person I think is truly screwed. Like, I wasn't – like, Zach Wilson last year, I was like, meh. Especially him going to the Jets, I was like, he's going to suck. I'd take Zach I still, Wilson over Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I think everybody would. Okay. Sure. But I'm just saying, like, the, <laughs> the one person who's, like – who had, like, a great tape and had great, uh, like, a pro day was Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, I think, was just in a really bad situation – I think they're still doing a really bad situation to him right now as well, talking about like bad situations because they're, they're giving him a bunch of <clears throat> mediocre talent at very high money, and he's never going to succeed there, I don't think. I think Trevor, you'll see Trevor Lawrence available for like trade in like two, three years. See, I don't. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to explode this year because I think Trevor Lawrence was put behind the eight ball last year with the whole Urban Meyer debacle. I think this year too. And I really look at, no, I think Doug Peterson is going to do a much, much yeah. better job. They just Trevor Lawrence Christian makes, Kirk like $80 million. I know, but I was, but that's, but, but Sean, we know in, look, it's free agency. But he's not a good player. And he's that's not, not real, that. but that's Ooh, not Trevor real Lawrence money. Trevor Lawrence isn't a good player? No, oh, Christian, no. Kirk. Oh, Christian Kirk. Oh, Christian. But that's I'm not, like, that's not real money though. That's that's fake. That's monopoly money. I know, but like, so you're, you're putting this kid, instead of going out there and just saying, you know what? We need to get solid guys, pay out the ass for it, and get proven guys, and then keep developing players. They sign like these mid guys to big contracts, and they expect like the world out of it. I don't but the money is, but the money is one thing. But like I said, you can give up money, or you can give up draft picks. If you're not giving up both, you're doing okay, because you're at least going to have one or the other to back to bail you out when one fails. Right. Which inevitably it always does in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But that being said, back to Matty Ice. Back to the Colts, which I don't even know how we got here. No, um, me neither. But I think Sean says, <laughs> sorry, Sean, sorry. Sean says something about Colin Kaepernick, and I just we went off. Yes, on the I, did, yeah, I said yeah, guess to the did, fire. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so, look, I think when you look at this and you look at the Indianapolis Colts last year, and they were nine and eight, and they were one game away from the playoffs, and they were a team that absolutely fucking nobody wanted to see in the postseason. You add Matt Ryan to this mix, bruh, bruh. Bruh. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good. I think it's gonna be a good year. I mean, 
Matt Ryan's no stranger to, you know, coming and working with guys and, and, and getting shit done in the offseason and, and putting in the work. You know what I mean? He's been doing it for 14 years on a high level over in Atlanta. And it's, I think maybe, like you said, like, all right, so maybe Carson Wentz's numbers this season were a little bit better than, than Matt Ryan's, but I don't really think that that's going to be the case this year. Sometimes guys like Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan would change a pace. Matt Ryan would have put up better numbers in Indy this year than Carson Wentz did. I believe that, too. I and absolutely believe and that. And he wouldn't have thrown the soul-crushing interceptions that Carson Wentz did. Right. That literally cost us three wins. When you think back on it, on the Seattle game, the L.A. game, the Tampa game, the Titans game and the, the Jaguars the game. The Baltimore game. The Baltimore game. There's six games right there that the Colts should, could have, and should have probably won. Right. And you're talking about now a 15 win team, 14 win team. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're probably you're not going to win all of them, but like those were games that the Colts were in and should have won. Give us half of those. Yeah. Give us half those Colts. losses. I'll take that. Right. You're talking about a 12 and five team, and you're in the playoffs. Probably, and, and, and maybe even winning your division at that point. According right. to, this is breaking news, according to a San Francisco reporter that has close connections with the 49ers, before Matt Ryan became available, the Colts had offered the San Francisco 49ers two second round picks for Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. Really? So they. Wanted- I think that is bullshit. They wanted I, I'm going to say, I think I read that earlier too. Because I think, and I think that's a, I think that's bullshit. I think that's the Niners floating that out there. I would have jumped all over that if I was the Niners. If John, if I was John Lynch, I would have pulled the trigger on that trade. No, no questions asked. Yep. Okay. Sure. Done. Where do we sign? Yep. Fax it in. Right. Because the NFL still uses fax machines. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Go figure. Um. No, I think that's a bullshit report. Okay, fair enough. I, I do, because I read that, too, Just and I'm throwing like... throwing it out there. Where was it from? I'm like, wait a minute. It says, it says, a, it says a San Francisco reporter. Or oh. or the Indianapolis Colts leaked it out that they offered two seconds in order to get the Falcons to piss or get off the pot when it came to Matt Ryan and and get a, get a move on. So there's, a, there's always, like, there's so much, like, espionage in the oh, NFL when it comes to like reports and leaks and things like that it's it's actually kind of fucking funny right um it but, never just comes down to like oh this was a highly motivated team meeting with another highly motivated team it's like nah nah no, nah, nah nah never there was way more shit nah, there's, it's a poker game because <laughs> yeah. think about think about how we operate in a fantasy football league right right if i offer you a trade and you hit accept immediately i'm immediately going my first reaction is fuck, fuck. yep I fucked up, didn't Shit. I? Shit, I could have got more. That. Yep, or I shouldn't have done that. Yep, this guy's coming back in week four, opposed to twelve, or, like I thought. Or, whatever. or you try to slow play it and you reject the trade, and then the other guy comes back at you and he's like, "Okay, well, I want this, this, and this." And it's like, no, no, you should have just taken the original <laughs> offer. Yep. No, no, like, I, no, yeah, no, now you're fucked. Shit, like, yeah. no, see you later. Not giving you shit. Yeah. So, like, and that happened to me in both in both directions this year, and <laughs> it happens quite often, but. It's yeah, it's the same thing in the NFL. Like they're just right. that that whole the Niners got offered two two seconds for Jimmy. Like I don't see anybody offering two seconds for Jimmy. But we got uh, uh and then we you got, got Maddie R- Ice for a, a one third. third, and not even our our earliest third or whatever it is. It was not like even the third. No, you you gave away a third. The third that you have right now still is for next year, but could become a second if Carson Wentz plays. Right. And hits the numbers, I believe, in in, in Washington. I believe that was the it's pick so, that you so traded. Pathetic. Yeah, Falcons so, fucked up. Well, whatever. No, no, no. The Falcons didn't fuck up. Mm. Chris Ballard just did a genius job of getting rid of Carson Wentz, 
regaining some draft capital and giving away minimum. Like, think about it. If I told you when the season was over, hey, listen, we're going to get rid of – you're going to trade away Carson Wentz. We're going to give you Matty Ryan and an additional second potential second-round pick, at worst a third. You're, you're sitting there going, yeah. Okay. Absolutely, no I'll do that. Shit. I would have done that the day after the season. I was going to say, you don't even have to wait to see what, <laughs> yeah. what else develops. You're like, yeah, I'll take that deal right now. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Fuck so, yeah. And it's funny because as we sit here, and it just makes me chuckle as the, as how do they say, Sean? As the turntables. As the, now the tables. How the tables have, have turned. turned. Oh, the turntables. Yeah, and he just stops. I love how Paul and I are sitting here looking down on you as a Patriots fan for the first time in 15 years. In the Oh, for the I, first time in the eight-year history of row one, seat one. Listen. Paul and I are sitting here going, hmm, peasant. How does it feel? How does it feel to be staring up at our asses? At this point, I'm just sitting here like, I'm just waiting for something to drop. <laughs> like I don't know. I like the only thing I can look forward to right now is just like eh, something's gonna happen. They can't go into the season with what we have right now because if they do, we're like a fringe playoff team, maybe. Yeah. Just because it's because there's so much other talent in the AFC, you have to think. So I'm glad you brought that up because now that Maddie Ice is in Cleveland, I mean, uh, Maddie Ice is in in in. You're gonna be all messed Indy up with quarterbacks. And are. Watson is in Cleveland. If you rank the 16 starting quarterbacks in the in the AFC right now, think about it real quick. Dude, Mac is probably nine or ten. Trevor Lawrence, is not Tua, a- and Zach Wilson, all top five or top three picks. That's your 16, 15, 14. Oh bottom, yeah, I was gonna say those. That's your bottom three. Yeah. Like no, there's that. There's someone else in there too. No. Yeah, there is. Hold on. Continue. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, let's go through the list. Yeah, I'm gonna go through it right now. Josh Allen. Josh, so you got Josh Allen, Mahomes, one and one A. All right, then you've got, I would probably say what Russ, Russ, uh, Russ at three. Oh, it gets tough. It depends. Is Watson is Watson starting game one? I would say Lamar four. Oh, fuck out of here! No way. I put Herbert over. I'd okay, Herbert, Herbert, right? Yeah, right. Lamar. Dude, I'll, I'll take Herbert and Burrow over Lamar. Okay, Herbert Burrow. There you go. Then you got to put Lamar in there. Because, no, you're talking about the, the guy you're thinking of is Mitchie Trubisky. No, I'm not thinking of Mitch Trubisky. Mitchie Tribs, bro. He's a starter. I am thinking of Mitch Trubisky. All right, yeah. that's who I'm missing. Okay. That's who you're missing. That's that's your, like, 11-12 guy. Well, uh, David Mills. Davis Mills. Davis Mills out of Houston. Young, but talented. Talented, nonetheless. Dude, who's the worst? You know what I'm going to say the worst is? It's going to piss off some people that we know. Tua. Uh, He's 16 I for me. I don't disagree with that. I'm going to give Tua one last chance. But who are you putting? Because they did just sign uh, Teron Armstead. The Dolphins did right before we came on the air. Who's he throwing to? I mean, he's got, uh, uh, what's his face there? Go on. I'll wait. Oh, what's his no? The kid that killed it all year. Fucking help me out with his name. I, I can see his face. His oh, oh, the one guy from Alabama. You mean Waddle? Waddle, Jalen Waddle. Thank you. Jaylen That's Waddle. it. No, not Waddle. Waddle's yeah. Yeah. Waddle's Miami. Yeah, Jalen. Why do I think Waddle was Philly? There's nobody else. Who's Philly? Rager, Rager. Devontae, Rager. Devontae, De- no, no, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Thank you. Talking to the draft guy right now. I know. <laughs> and then, and then, shit. Where's, Rager, where's Rager at these days? Who? Rager. Rager's still the Eagles. Okay, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. I, for some reason, Rager and Waddle, I always... They, they hate his guts. So they don't I always get them confused. Like, you know like you have, like, two names that, like, yes. just, they're not similar? But, like, 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 I don't know why, but, like, the names, like, like, Sarah and Amber were always interchangeable for me. 
Like, if your name was Sarah or Amber, I basically didn't know if your name was Sarah or Amber. <laughs> I knew it was one of the two, but I didn't know which one it was. Yeah. Don't ask me why those names just, there's, like, certain names that, like, like just don't click in my head. I'm like, man, yeah. I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's weird. Right. It's, it's a weird, it's one of my weird, many weird autistic tics that I have, apparently. Um, yeah, that's all right. I'm but, usually trying to think of a guy, and it's like I get the last name right of a guy that played for that team like 10 years ten years ago. guy that I'm trying to think of with you're a like, completely yeah, different yeah, first name. Yeah, you know, name. like uh, Javon Curse. And you're like, you mean Jermaine? You're like, yeah, that's what did I say? Yeah, but yeah, oh, it could be, yeah. It's, it's all about getting older. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like Deshaun Foster. I've done it for five years on the show yeah. now. It's and then it's like, oh, I mean Arian Foster. That's the guy. Yeah, and you're like, what the it. fuck? I've never yeah. seen someone go from like, Popular to like everyone hates that dude so fast. Dude, Aaron Aaron Foster? Foster? Dude. Yeah, I know shit. He like, went from like talk about a nosedive. He yeah. went from like everyone's like top fantasy pick for like one or two years, and then he's just like, if you play fantasy football and you tweet about me or something like that, you're a piece of shit. And then people started booing him, and then he started talking shit about people booing him, and then they're just like, you know what, just get the fuck, <laughs> out, fuck out of the league, ass. Yeah, out. yeah, you're. A clown. And then it was like, oh, I'm a running back, and that's my three years. Bye. Ding, yep. ding. The bell goes off. Ding. He oh, had one funny commercial. It. He had one funny commercial. I forget what it was. But Probably one of the fantasy commercials. Yeah, right? it was. Dude, it that was. sucks. Yeah. TJ Majumazu. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor Mac Jones is nine ten, for no reason. Because you, you just look at how stacked the AFC is, dude. Like, God. look at the AFC West. You could easily make the case that four out of the top five quarterbacks, or, or four out of the top six quarterbacks, in the AFC reside in the West. You know, I'm gonna put Mac above Tannehill. <clears throat> Tannehill, Eight. Tannehill is a guy that I think we got to keep a real close eye on this year. Dude, you know Vrabel fucking hates Tannehill. Vrabel kind of hates everybody. I love that though. I do too. We had some video. I was gonna pull up the video for for everybody be, um, be of the uh, the David Ojabu injury, uh, the Michigan linebacker. Oh, when they're all standing went, around, and he went down and and uh, he went down in, in the in the workout at his pro day tore his Achilles, and it was a yeah, really Michigan. heart like wrenching scene to watch because you're like watching this kid like just. Go all out for these scouts. T- pops his Achilles, and you're just like, "Fuck!" Like that sucks, dude. Like that fucking blows. I felt so bad for that kid. I know it's one of the just non-contact freak ass injury. Fucked up. Luckily, it's not 1978, so he'll probably be back. You know, he ain't Booby Miles. He gonna play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um. But there was, like, everybody, like, the reaction to that video was, like, people were, like, killing these scouts and these coaches and stuff. And they were like, fuck these people, you fucking heartless bastards. Like, look at this one guy. Like, he's down on the ground grabbing his ankle. He just walks over and grabs the ball. And it's like, and then Will Compton, linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, was like, he's like, yeah, bro. He's like, welcome to the NFL. You're a fucking commodity. He's like, I got hurt in practice one time. We were doing a drill. He's like, I went down. He's like, Vrabel didn't even move the drill. They just ran the next play right over me as I was still laying there on the ground. And he was like, hey, can we get somebody who's not a fucking pussy in here to run this fucking drill, please? Yeah. As I'm writhing around on the ground in pain with a broken leg. Right. Also, another thing, another thing that should be mentioned is that if you get hurt at like a pro day or if you get hurt at a medical facility or in Indy, wherever you are, the scouts everything I told do not touch the player. You're not a medical professional. Exactly. You could be held liable if you do something. We know you're trying to be helpful. We have medical professionals on scene who will get there. Yes. So that six seconds you see of him writhing in pain, 
the professionals, wherever they are, they're coming to him. They're not going to jump right. over there. Let me get involved for no reason. Like th- that's just this. It's overreaction. Yeah, I think people were more like upset about like the lack of like a, a humanity, if you will. Like nobody was even like, oh, like. You know, the guy just walks over, picks up the ball, and then walks away. Like, well, what do they want hey, uh, to do? Uh, nope. He's like, ah, sorry, dude. I know, like, your career just took a huge hit, but, like, we kind of need this. What do they want to shot, like, running over, like, shaking garlic but it's also... and rubbing mud on his <laughs> knee and shit? Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you garlic. need? Like, what do you want what from these fucking like, vampires? Vampire? <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, fucking, like, start doing, like Start doing, like, rain dances and, and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, rubbing God, wet mud on him. Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck you want these guys to do? Like, okay, he got hurt. We got some sage from the jungle. We might want to get the EMTs over here. Also, not for nothing, if I'm an athlete, that sucks for that guy, but I'm warmed up. I can't be wo- cooling down my body for 25 minutes, then go into a full fucking sprint. Yeah. When I've been getting, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of these guys, they're like finely tuned athletes. Yeah. They have to do everything top of the game. Um, like, and that's the thing I think people don't realize too is like when you have a school like Michigan that has a lot of talent, a lot of NFL talent on it. There's a lot going on around you. So like if somebody gets hurt, it's just like it sucks. Sorry, dude, but like the show keeps the shows. Look, we're here for three hours, all right? I got to be on a fucking plane to, you know, bumfuck from here so I can go watch a bunch of... So I can go watch a bunch of other fucking kids run around in their underwear tomorrow, all right? Like, can you speed this shit up, please? I want to get dinner before I get my flight. Right. You know, like, and that's really how it is. Like, it sucks. I mean, I feel bad for the kid. He's still going to get drafted, but now he's probably going to be a day two pick. George Patton, I hope you're watching. Um, you know, like, I, I think it's because the kid, the kid can ball. I mean, the kid can flat out fucking ball. Yeah. And he's going to he's gonna be a steal for somebody who can afford to, you know, use that pick on him and and take him. You know, maybe, you know, maybe the Colts take him and add to that already stellar defense next year. And, you know, he won't Dope. be an impact this year. No, not at all. He's gone for the whole year. He's done yeah. for the year. But you put him, you stash him on IR. He, and, probably, he probably drops to day three now, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's four, it's, five, six, seven, probably. It's tough. It's tough because it's he's a great player, but you know, some, and sometimes just sometimes guys don't come back from Achilles injuries for yeah. years. It takes a couple of years sometimes. Achilles so, injuries are, are bitches and a half. Yeah, they're bitches and a half. One. But uh, I really like the way the AFC is shaking out right now. Not me, because <laughs> well, fuck you. You should be. Oh, I'm I'm cautiously fine. I'm just, optimistic. Um, yeah, I'm not worried. But like, so everybody keeps talking about like you know this thing like oh they're looking at the AFC West and they're like oh my god, will this be the first time that we see an entire division make a no, make the playoffs? It can't happen. It can mathematically. It can. It's possible. What if are they, the odds? If they if the division goes split three and three and they win all the rest of the game and then everybody just goes like seven fifty against the rest of the schedule. That's unbelievable. That's not gonna happen. Uh, no, it's not because a the Raiders aren't good enough to do that. The, the only two, the only two teams that are good enough to do that are the Chiefs and the Broncos. And I hate to break it to everybody, but the Chiefs. And I said this last week when I said the Broncos were winning the division. I said it, and I said it with conviction. The Broncos are winning the division because the Chiefs, they're good. I know they got Juju. I know they're, you know, they got their little toys. The Broncos had the Chiefs on the ropes with Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke in two games this year. You mean to tell me that they're not going to go out there and dick punch the fucking Chiefs after seven straight years of just getting their nuts dragged across their face by this scumbag fucking team who took, what, 50-something years to win the trophy that was fucking named for their founder? Like, mm. no. No, no, no. 
We're putting the Chiefs in the rearview mirror this year. Like, get the fuck out of here. We got I'm Russ. So sick of them. We're we're done with you. I'm done with Travis Kelsey. I'm done with Tyreek Hill breaking kids' arms. I'm done with you know Edwards Claire. Like, I, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with the fucking Chiefs. Like, they're bye, bye. I mean, I mean the only per- they're all getting older. Besides shitty besides, colors. No, besides besides Mahomes. Mahomes is gonna be fine for a while. But like the Tyreek Hill, he already took a step back last year. Kelsey's got a lot of damage on him. Kelsey's on the wrong side of 30. Isn't Kelsey 30, 31 right now? How old is Kelsey? Kelsey's getting a little older, yeah. I mean, getting a little long in the tooth for those positions. Like, it, it always happens, like, all at once. It's never, like, a gradual thing. It's always, like, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine. Man, they took a real hard nose dive. Yeah, year. yeah. Um, I still think the Chiefs are good enough to probably win that division because they just have the talent and the coaching staff right. that, that's going to be okay. But I'm not surprised if the Broncos or – I don't think the Chargers. I think the Broncos will have a really biting at, at their heels this year, right. or maybe even tie. Like they might tie. I think. I think. The, I think the Broncos are going to outright win the division, and I, and I think it's going to be Denver's division to lose because they've got the best roster in the West. They just needed the quarterback, and they didn't right. go and get. Like I said, they didn't go get Jimmy G or Kirk Cousins or Carson Wentz. No, they went and got a future first ballot Hall of Famer in Russ Wilson. Who can come out and play? He's going. They're going to win this division. Yeah. I'm saying this with conviction now. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again today. The Denver Broncos are your 2022 AFC West champions. If now, what that means beyond that, I don't know yet because this is a young team. That's you know most of these guys. A lot of the guys on this team haven't been to the playoffs. They haven't been to the postseason. They don't. I don't know if they know how to win yet. If I'm the Broncos and I really want to make sure that my team's clicking on all cylinders, if it's June, I'm going after Tyler Lockett if he's not traded yet. Just to have some comfort level where Russell knows at but least you gotta, one person. But you got to remember, too, though, they're getting K.J. Hamler back. I know what you're saying, comfort level. But I know. But you, I never, don't think, but you never know. He's, they're already working out. They're already, they're already. I'm not worried about that. I don't think. I, right. I think, if anything, if they were going to go shore up something in, in terms of uh, you know, lack of depth or, or or a position of need. I would want I would want them in June to go grab uh you know a right tackle, a, uh, a, an inside linebacker, okay, a corner, Bobby. You Bobby's know, available as of right now. I don't know if Bobby Wagner is going to be the guy. In, you don't need him to be the guy. You just need him to be a well. Piece, I don't. I don't, piece. I don't know if he. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be the guy to want to come to Denver though. You know what I mean? I think okay. he's got more of a. Fuck you! I want to stick it to the Seahawks like extra hard, so I think you would probably end up going to the Niners. Everyone keeps saying Dallas. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's he's a he's a." There's sure no fan deal in place really with Dallas, though. Dallas really hasn't made the offer. He is in what an 11 year veteran now at he's a position yeah, he's at, a, at wow, a position no, yeah. that's not exactly an 11 year span of a coveted right. Yeah, a position he's, that guys play 11 years at anymore. Right. He's, you know they. They said the He's last two older. years. He's getting along. They said the last two years. First half of the year, still Bobby Wagner. Second half of the year, tired Bobby Wagner. Right. Both times they said so. The, de- the NFL definitely knows. Like second half of the year, he's like, oh shit, this is like really wearing me down now. But first half of the year, still an amazing player. So he needs to be a bit player somewhere. He can't be the full full time guy you had for the last decade. No, and that's and that's fine. That's why I think it's going to take the right fit for him, but. Denver just brought back. I know it's you know people don't know who Josie Jewell is, but he's he's been a, a phenomenal inside linebacker for the Broncos when he's been healthy. Um, so I don't know if they need to spend that money, but yeah, you're talking about depth signings. You know, I think he would be. There, there's a lot of places that he would make sense in. Um, but when you look at the AFC overall, 
and, and we'll put a nice happy little bow on this. Um, when you look at it overall, top to bottom, the AFC is an absolute murderer's row. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, teams. Stack. I mean, you're it's crazy stack. Like, yeah. right off the rip, teams on the outside looking in. I, I can tell you right now. I mean, like the Bengals would be my first team off the board in terms of who's who's not making the playoffs. The Bengals would be my first pick. Take the Bang- biggest drawback. <clears throat> Bengals going to have a hard time. Bengals, first of all, Super Bowl loser curse. Yep. Which those teams always have a hard comeback and fall off. And two, you had a lot of things work well for you down the stretch in that, that Cincinnati team. A they really did a lot of things went right, right. And that's why right. last year, like during this whole thing, I was like, I was like, they're destined. Like those one of those teams that just destined to win. Like everything's going right for them. And they almost had it. Almost, but almost is not good enough. So I think they I think they fall back as well. Um Yeah, I gotta agree with you on that one. I was trying to think of I was like, maybe they did this. They signed a few offensive linemen right now. They're paying a lot of money to show up that offensive line. Mm-hmm. They took Ted Karras from me. They took Lyle Collins from the Cowboys. I was that was the one signing I was super pissed off about. Lyle Collins I really wanted Denver to make a play for him. He was only ten million bucks, which I thought was very cheap and affordable. I know, but I don't know that. <sighs> I know, but I, I think I think he chose Cincinnati. I don't think it was really a money issue for him. Yeah, I think it was a location issue. Yeah. Sure. So, but I mean, well, it plays a role in a lot of Cincinnati things. might actually be getting an indoor practice facility in the next you know year or two. So that's cool. They don't have to practice underneath the freeway anymore in the middle of the winter. That sucks. Pretty cool for them. Um, but I think since he would be one of the first off the board, my next one off the board in the AFC. I mean, obviously, outside of the you know the Jets, the Texans, the the, the bottom feeders. Yeah, no one's talking about right, that. No, one's, right. no one cares. Miami, Miami's going to be a bottom tier team because they haven't done anything. Miami, I never even really had in the conversation, but the Raiders would be the next one off the board. Playoff team from last year that won't that won't repeat. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So yeah. Wh- I'm sorry, my I'm I'm going to say it. My Patriots too. It depends. I know I mean, it's they early. One bullshit call away from beating the Bengals, but who <laughs> wasn't the Raiders? What was that? What? what? No, they there was that there was that inadvertent whistle call where yeah. the Bengals scored a touchdown when all the Raiders fans flipped the fuck out. Yeah, but that and wasn't like, even close. It doesn't matter. We we played it on the show. We did the live thing. It wasn't really that yeah. big. Of a, but yeah. But like, I know it's still hard for me as a Patriots fan. But like, we haven't really gotten better. And like we talk about in the show, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And yeah. we haven't really done anything. We just kind of like stand pat. We brought back a lot of our free agents. But which how is many? Nice. But how many times have we seen? The, like the only exception to that rule is Bill Belichick. I know. I, and because, that's the only because the, thing. You, because you know what's going to get better about the Patriots? is, and, and they're not done yet. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys went out and got a Julio Jones, a Tyler Lockett. There, there is no way that, some sort that of veteran, loss in the playoffs is sitting well with Belichick. Belichick's like, Belichick, no. I guarantee you, he's going to make sure that Buffalo punts more than any of the fucking Especially teams now with Tom coming back. And he's like, he's looking, and then you got Julian working out with him, and he's going, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Well, the Julian thing was fake. Like that was, but it's like it's meant to be like. No, no, no but it's it right. It, we all know Julian Edelman is not coming back to join the Bucks, and even if he did, it's I'll like be, I'd be mad as fuck. Like who cares? Like, For the aesthetics of it, I'd be like, "Fuck." Yeah, right. It would just be a it would just be a double barrel middle finger to New England. Yeah, they just jumped shit because of it. That being said, I don't believe that. I believe Bill. The biggest improvement that the Patriots are going to make this year is the maturation of Mac Jones. And I think that is what everything kind of rides on right now. I think you go out, you get him another receiver or a piece, another guy to throw to add a little bit more depth to that skill positions Dude, get the fuck, on offense. Get Aguilar the fuck out of here. I said it last yeah. year. That was the only guy I didn't like, and he's the guy that and, sucked. Yeah. You know, and you know who's going you know to play a huge part for the Patriots this year? He's got to step up as Jonah Smith. 100%. Has to be better than what he was last year for the money he's making yep. and, and the health of that offense. 
That being said, I think Bill is putting a lot of his eggs in Mac Jones maturing and becoming a a better quarterback and almost overnight. I think he's going to. I've been saying, I've been on the Mac Jones bandwagon since day one. And I said there was a, a few places um, that he could go where he would truly yeah, be great. And, it, and New England was number one on that list. And I, you can go back and listen to any show you want from the last year and a half. I've been saying that about Mac Jones. New England was the place for him. I believe he is go- that the, the Patriots are resting on his improvement and making minimal moves this year, knowing the cap is about to explode next year. And we only have 33 players signed, which is still a little bit more than half the roster, but we have $105 million in cap for next year already with zero mm-hmm. dead money. Zero. And there's, your big, and there's your big ticket item right there. Zero dead money. Because at the end of the day, people forget this is a business. This isn't a fantasy football team. We just go out and buy, 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 spend, 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 mm-hmm. and hope to win. It doesn't work like that. You've got to do this. You've got to plan this shit out years over years, years and years. So I have faith in the Patriots. I think the Patriots will actually be... If you told me right now, Bengals, Patriots, Raiders, Ravens, pick two to get that se- to get that six and seven seed. Ravens, Patriots. Ravens, Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Because you know what? The Ravens never leave either. The Ravens always are like they, they turn over a roster and they just always the Ravens because they're yeah. because again great ownership, great GM, owners. great head coach. What do we always say on this show? It starts at the top. There's a reason why those five teams that I named before, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Colts, the Patriots, the Broncos, they're always in the mix. They don't you don't hold them down for long. I think this is the longest stretch the Broncos have been held down uh without a playoff appearance in in their history. So That's crazy to think about too. You know, know. And, and especially it's, with like Jake Plummo with freaking They went to the playoffs every Jake year Plummo with Jake was Plummo. Great. I know, but like with the guys that they've had and like I meant to like go on a list of guys that they've had in the back, but like I remember when they got Jake Plummo from Arizona and I was like, Oh, he sucks. I'm like you know what I mean? and then he goes there and he like reinvents his career. I'm like, fuck yeah, out of he here. He did well over there, but I mean like that's Gary crazy, Kubiak though. and Mike Shanahan, man. Yeah. They knew. I mean yeah. Gary when Gary Kubiak left after the 05 season to go be the head coach of the Texans in, in 2006, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for Jake Plummer because then that's when they drafted Cutler mm-hmm. and they that was it. The strain was uh, fully in place, if you will, uh, with the you know with the with the head coach and the and the quarterback because Shanahan and Plummer didn't really get along. And I'll tell you right now, if Champ Bailey catches that interception in the on the opening drive of the AFC Championship in 2005, that he stepped in front of Heinz Ward and Big Ben drilled him right in the chest, and the ball pops straight up in the air and then into Heinz Ward's hands on third and ten, and converted the first down. If that play goes differently and Champ Bailey takes that to the house as he had done, I think three times that year, the Broncos don't draft Jay Cutler. Mike Shanahan is probably still the coach. Josh McDaniels probably never happens in 09. Uh, Probably not. A a lot of things, the ripple effect of that one play. If you want to isolate a ripple effect play, Champ Bailey's dropped interception of Big Ben in the 2005 AFC Championship game. I can go on. We could do a whole show just about the ripple effect from that because of what happened from there. Because then where does Jay Cutler go? Where does what happens with Jake Plummer over the next couple of years? Does Gary Kubiak leave to go be the head coach of the Texans? Does he stick around? 
uh, does Jake, because you can't get rid of Jake Plummer at that point. He just won you a Super Bowl. Um, you know, so on and so forth. So it would, it, it's one of those things. But that right. play right there was the beginning of the end of the Mike Shanahan era in Denver. Was Champ Bailey stepping in front of Big Ben, uh, stepping in front of Heinz Ward, intercept, and should have intercepted Big Ben, taken into the house for six. Broncos win the AAC championship. They go on to the Super Bowl. They probably smack around the Seahawks, win the mm. championship, and then that, and then who knows from there. But wild to think about. Um, that being said, when you talk about ripple effects and you're looking at what we're coming up now on the in the AFC, look, there's going to be some really good teams that are going to be left on the outside looking in this year. Yeah, especially I mean, in the AFC. Absolutely. When you when you look at the Colts and the Titans in the South, you've got the entirety of the AFC West. You've got the Patriots, the Bills, and 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 the Dolphins are on the upswing. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins are going to be better than people think. They just gutted everything, though. Besides, the- not really. I mean, you get Teron Armstead, you got Waddle. If you're if Tua matures, and listen, sometimes addition by subtraction. Brian Flores, I mean, they were rifling through offensive coordinators and schemes and, and all sorts of shit. They were doing Tua no favors, in in the terms of the way that B Flow was running that team. So. If this Josh, this McDaniel kid, Mike McDaniel, can coax the most out of Tua and the Pineapple Prince returns, well, fuck me sideways, brother. We got ourselves a three-horse race in the East. Dude, I, I still think it's the Buffaloes to lose because they're the best team in the division. Dude, we tie with Buffalo. Don't forget. But I was going to say, it's not like you guys are far behind. And I mean, you, by you guys being the Patriots. Wait, do we tie or they win one game ahead they won, of us? They won a game or two ahead of you. But so you, they were 11-6 and you six split, and we were 10-7? and You seven? split with them. We did split with them. Yeah, we ran the whole game one game, remember? Yeah, yeah. I died no, I laughing. Remember we, we were in Miami that night, and we were watching it. We were fucking crying laughing. I was screaming laughing at home. I was like, they're just, they're just going to keep fucking running it. They threw three passes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That was crazy. It was. In um, his wetsuit. Like but uh, <laughs> then you then you look at, so you got the South. You got a two-horse race in the South, right? Because, because like, nobody, I mean, and, and don't sleep on Jacksonville either. I said uh, this to Paul when free agency started. Jacksonville is sneaky, low-key, building a monster down there. If Trevor Lawrence comes through and this coaching staff is is as advertised, I think that Jackson, you could have a three-horse race in the South. No. I'm, I don't agree with that at all. I the think, only I team, think, because the only team without a quarterback in the South right now is the Texans. I still, I think Tennessee's done. I think Tennessee's all done. I don't because I think I believe in Vrabel. I like Vrabel as a coach, but I think the team needs a And my chocolate stud pony will yeah, be back Derek and healthy this year. Maybe. They're running him into the ground, though. And they still got what side of the kid receiver, Brown. Um, He's always hurt. Yeah. A.J. Brown. He's yeah, forever Brown, hurt. Yeah. No, Julio's forever hurt. A.J. Brown killed it this year. Yeah, he did pretty no, but good. He got hurt like, in the beginning of the season and at the end of the season. But not for, like, long. Like just Didn't like, he miss four games? Hold yeah, on. Did he? Something like that. I don't uh, know. Anyway, and then you look at the end of the AFC North, and you've got Burrow, Lamar, Tribs. now Watson, Tribsky. and, and, and Mitchie Tribbs, bro. Mitchy Tribs. I'm not afraid of if I was anybody else in that division. But, I, but I, you guys heard me say it on this show a couple weeks ago, even back to missed, back to. He missed four games. Missed four games. Okay, so okay. Yeah, all right, not well, bad. Four out of seventeen. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Seventeen. But you guys, you guys heard me say it on this show back in like November, December last year. I don't. I didn't hate the idea of Mitchell Trubisky getting a second chance this year. He got. A full year under Josh Allen and 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 uh, and Brian Dable and, and Buffalo, he got to learn how he got to he got to learn without the pressure of having to learn, and he got to see things that he would have otherwise never been able to see. I really believe that Mitchell Trubisky that you're going to see the the Mitchell Trubisky that you're going to see come opening day is going to be night and day 
from the Mitchie trips that you saw in Chicago when he was under Matt Nagy, who was fucking clueless right, right. when it came to running a team. So you look around the AFC, man, and I'm telling you right now, this, this shit is going to get fucking ugly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun season. I mean, and yeah, <laughs> you look at the other flip side of the coin and you, you look at the NFC and you're like, all right, you got Tampa and L.A., probably one and one A as your two best teams. Insane to think about. Green Bay is your number two best team. Three. Well, I'm saying one, one, a two. Okay. Okay. Then, then what? Dallas, mm. Minnesota. No, come the on. The only other team I can really, really give any kind of like legitimate consideration to would be San Francisco because that yeah. defense is ridiculous. Yeah, but they're giving the reins to a rookie. Well, they're giving the reins to a young kid. And you're not going to know what's going to happen. That's the biggest. That's the question mark, though. That's the thing. Like, but. Is that kid better or worse than Jimmy G? Because I mean, what did we what did we say, Paul? I, when, I I hoped I was like, oh man, I hope the Colts get Jimmy Garoppolo because then every Sunday at one o'clock while we're sitting downstairs at Le Fontaine Fats watching the games, we're just gonna be sitting there going, Jesus, Jimmy, God damn it, God damn yeah, it, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah, that's all. What the was... fuck, Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> Eagles going all in still with um with Hurts, I don't know. Falcons just basically just destroyed it. The Falcons just basically punted on the season. They're in full. Oh, I guess should we consider the Cardinals? Depends on if, Well, yeah, uh, the Cardinals, but you don't know, but they were like they started off what 7 and 0 and then finished off red hot and, and then, then they faded 10 and 7 and yeah, you're like, yeah. "What the fuck happened to you?" Like Dude, there's nobody in the NFC. And all the quarterback talent moved from the NFC to the AFC this year. You might see Detroit actually make the playoffs just by default. Bro, if the if the Lions with me eating Dan Campbell <laughs> and Jared fucking Goff make the playoffs, I would be stoked. That would make my day. I don't I mean, know why that it. would make Seahawks, me happy. Seahawks, garbage. Yeah. 49ers, giving it to a young quarterback you don't 49ers know. 49ers, are, but they're a good fucking team, though. So, wait. L.A., Green Bay, Tampa, I'm saying those are the three locks for the playoffs. Philadelphia, big unknowns yep. across the board. Dallas. Falcons, blew it up. Yep. Commanders, they just got brought in Carson Wentz. Who knows? Immediately... Chance for Owen. They brought in Carson Wentz, and their odds got worse to make the Super Bowl. Yes, right, yeah. yes, that's a true story. That's not no even a joke. Saying shit, they got James uh, back, right? Cardinals, but, that's a fourth team. Vikings, honestly, I don't know. Maybe they. I mean, they got the Zadarius Smith. They've they've made some moves in free agency. They're putting together a good roster, but again, we're talking about Kirk Cousins. I know. So I'll I say, mean, well, they, I'll they'll say probably. Fringe. I think. I think. I think I could see. Right now, I think you've got the Bucks win the South. The Packers win the North. Mm-hmm. The the Rams win the West. Mm-hmm. Who wins the East? You, I mean, you got you got to call it for Dallas, right? Dallas. Okay, now That's you have four. three wild card teams. I could see San Fran. Aren't. I could see Minnesota as a wild card team. Go on. After that, that, I said maybe Detroit. That's my seventh. That's, that's why I'm seventh, Detroit. That's seventh yeah. spot. I mean, well, you'd probably assume Arizona because they you you think Kyler Murray is actually okay. Unless Kyler Murray just says I'm not playing until I get a new contract, which is a possibility. Which is also a possibility. Yes. Um, does I mean because I don't have any faith in Dennis Allen and and Jameis Winston in New Orleans. No, not at all. The Panthers, even if they got Baker Mayfield, like no. The Panthers have no roster. I know they got. Christian McCaffrey, that's pretty much it. Who they were trying to get rid of and nobody C- wanted. It's C-Mac and company. Right, because they know Christian McCaffrey's good, but he's, he can't stay on the field. I mean, no no fault of his own. I mean, it's just some shit happens. Dude, he has 2,400 all-purpose yards in a season. The he's Giants, 
The Giants? I mean, were you really talking about the Giants Tyrod making a run? Taylor's the quarterback. I keep, when Nicola said it, I was like, that's right. He is the quarterback now. They're paying him starter money. Well, they're paying him starter money because he's going to compete with Danny Dimes. Which means he's going to win. If mm. if they're smart, Danny Dimes will win that job. <laughs> they're not smart. Because you know what that, that says to me? That's a Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater Who's the coach? scenario. Um, they should bring back Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo. Flawless suits. He wore suits three sizes too big to press conferences. Oh, no. Brian Dayball. Sorry. Brian Dayball. Oh, He's, that's, so. He, he'll pick Danny Dimes. And he should. And and that's, so, all right. Maybe, maybe there's my dark horse right there for the seventh seed. The Giants. Give me the Giants. Okay. If not the Giants, then. I don't know. The Cardinals. Yeah. The Cardinals would be the easier easier layup pick because they they were they were a 7 and 0 team last year. Yeah, they they yeah, obviously yeah. have the talent. Right. And if they put it all together they can do it, but I just don't like that team. I don't like Kyler, I don't like Kingsbury. I don't like the fact that they, you know, like where remember when D-Hop was like the next coming of like Jesus Christ in cleats? Yep. Didn't hear his name barely at all last year. That's yeah, cuz you got Kyle Murray throwing him. Well, that yeah, and, Kyle's not the problem. Right. I just was he hurt a bit too? Was he hurt? Tyler? No, no, no. Yeah, D was he was hurt. He was hurt. In his defense, he was hurt. Right. But I'm just saying, like, you you look around, dude, like what like Philly could be in the playoffs. I mean, they were in the playoffs last year. Right. Why would why couldn't they make it back this year? I mean, you're assuming they're getting better. Right. And I like Jalen Hurts. I don't unpopular. I was just saying maybe an unpopular opinion, but I like him. I like him as I like him for what he is. I like the fact that he stopped trying to run the ball like it was in like he was in college. Right. After like week four or five, he was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, I ain't this that doesn't co- work in this. League. I ain't that fast, and these guys are. And and he he basically just gave up on the run, like and just went back to throwing the ball and only running to create space and doing what he had to do. Like right. case in point, go watch him against the Denver Broncos last year. He ran for effect rather than just running to run like he had early in the season and it was he was magnificent i mean the broncos couldn't stop it it was just he just kept doing what he had to do right. um and that was the third best defense in the league you know not not for nothing so i think when when it comes down to it you know i think you're looking at philly the giants the cardinals are going to be duking it out for that at the philly philly the giants Cardinals, the Vikings, the Niners. Those are going to be your three of those five are going to be your last three in. Okay. I, I believe like it. that. Yeah. It doesn't sound I, I think. I mean, other than some, and of course, you, you we're not accounting for the random flare up team that's going to come out of fucking left field. And we're going to be like, what the fuck? Right. Like, who the fuck is this team? Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck is this? Um, Detroit. But, uh, Detroit. all right. Well, uh, we'll do the motorsports. No. Mo- we'll do, we'll do, do the motorsports minute next week. Right. Um, because Formula One was great this week. I, I really liked it. Uh, I thought Formula was great. I thought NASCAR was great this week. Motorsport, like, things are back. You know, NASCAR was driving around in front of a packed house. You, uh, yeah. If you're a Bubba Wallace guy, uh, congratulations. There's now five races a year where Bubba Wallace will actually have his name mentioned when he's not running, you know, at the end of the, you know, bottom third of the pack or whatever. Because Atlanta is now a true super speedway. And they run the same restrictor plate and aero packages that they do at Daytona and Talladega, where Bubba Wallace has had success. Um, because he's he's there's some guys that are just really good at those tracks. Bubba Wallace is one of those guys. He's really good at those tracks. Uh, unfortunately for him, he's only really good at those tracks. And the other twenty something tracks they race at every year, he's not that great. 
Um, well, he why, sucks. Why is that? I'm gonna ask a dumb question. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Some guys are just. Some guys are race car drivers, and some guys are just. Look. So when you watch Daytona Talladega and you get the pack racing, right, where one and four, one to forty two is separated by like three seconds, mm-hmm. and you're three wide, two wide, like, and you get a, the draft and everything else. That's one style of racing. You go to a track like say Charlotte where you really got to drive that car to maintain speed. At Daytona Talladega, you keep your foot to the floor, and you basically just kind of drag the brake. You have to know how to drive it. Don't get me wrong. I'm oversimplifying it for the listeners and, and for you. Um, but Daytona and Talladega, you basically keep your foot to the floor, and you just try to kind of pick the right spots at the right times to make your moves. Okay. Charlotte, Atlanta, all the other tracks, the road courses, the short tracks, they all take a very – there's a general set of skills that you have to have and to be great at all those tracks you have to be excellent at being able to drive a race car you can't just hold your foot to the floor at charlotte and just drive wide open around the whole track like you can at daytona okay okay so like in order to maintain speed like you've got to actually be able to you know let off hit the brakes drive a line make sure the car doesn't bottom out doesn't hop you don't get too tight too loose so on and so forth it's there's a lot more to it than I can really get into. Right. Meanwhile, you want to try and save gas, save tires. Save, right, you know, you're trying not to. Right, you yeah. can drive faster, but you know you watch Days of Thunder. You drive fast. Wear your tires. You're, you're gonna wear your tires out if you drive a certain way. But then you drive Harry's way, and the tires are better, and you're six tenths faster. Then so you don't have to pit as often. And, and you know, right. Blah, blah, so blah, there's blah, blah, blah. there's a lot more to it. But Bubba Wallace is very good. He's he's competitive at Daytona and Talladega, and these super speedways and these restricted plate races, which is the same reason why you see a lot of first-time winners at those tracks. Mm-hmm. Because it's more about, it's yes, it's about skill and being at the right, but it's also about being at the right place at the right time and knowing what to do with that opportunity. And that's why you see a lot of first-time winners at those tracks, where you don't see a lot of first-time winners at, you know, Charlotte or Richmond or Rockingham or Pocono, you know, tracks that are, like, super demanding on the drivers, and you're going 500 miles, and you're like, Fuck, this is hard. You know, there's not a lot of that. So, you, you, Bubba Wallace is now, if, you, if you're if you a Bubba Wallace guy, Atlanta is now one of those tracks like Daytona and Talladega where he will be relevant because they drive basically the same style of racing there. And it was a fucking blast to watch. I enjoyed the fuck out of that race on Sunday. I loved it. The last 130 laps were fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It was like Daytona and Talladega style racing without like the field clearing big one where like 25 cars get wrecked and you're yeah, like oh half the great fucking field right oh there. cool all yeah. right yeah like now i gotta watch a bunch of fucking guys i never heard of who managed to squeak through <laughs> right you know finish this race so it was a lot of fun I, I i very much enjoyed it this week they're at the circuit of the americas uh down in uh in uh, was it austin or dallas austin I so, believe. so when where's fort worth what's the final race like fort where worth. is where's the final race I'm gonna- homestead Okay. Oh and no, then, sorry. It's at Phoenix now. Phoenix. Okay. So when you get to Phoenix, when is that? November. Of this year. Yes. And then they go by points, like whoever has the most points. So there's 26 races that lead us up to Labor Day weekend. And they all get points. And each yeah. race is a points-based race. So it's like Mario Kart. Yes. Yes. Okay. First, so first place gets five. The top 16. The top 16 drivers at the end. So the final race of the regular season is the night race at Daytona, which is now the final weekend of August or Labor Day weekend, whatever it happens to fall on. That's your cutoff race, so that's it. So the top 16 guys in points at the end of those 26 races after that Daytona race 
move on to a then it's an elimination stage so they'll race three weeks and then there's another cutoff and it goes to the round of and then it goes 16 12 8 4 okay and then you get to the final four get to homestead uh, get to phoenix for the final race of the season whoever finishes best wins the championship okay so well, it's the nascar ver- it's nascar's version of a playoff so let me ask you this what have happened to jimmy johnson he retired. He's, he's racing. Indy. In, he's racing Indy cars now. Speaking about how Joey was saying, certain set of skills to race good tracks. Jimmy Johnson was kicking ass at Indy the other day because he's really good at racing fucking um, ovals. So oval did track. he yeah. win like five oh, yeah. championships in a row? Some shit seven. like that. Seven. Well, he won seven? seven, but he won five in a row. Yeah, five in a row. Seven. Or six, was it six in a row? I think it was five. Seven was and five how, in how big of a span? Eight years, nine years. Bro, he was only he racing for nine years. He bought. He no, no, no. Slapped, he was. He's been. He's been around since the early two thousands. Uh, but when NASCAR introduced the chase, yep. which is the current format Point that they're system. under, he ran off. I think he won like the first five. Yeah, he, he just dipped fuck? on it, dude. He just and then he just retired. Now he races something else. Who do you have for a crew? Was it Chil- no Childress? No, Brad uh, uh, Chad Chad Knauss was his crew chief, but oh, he was a Hendrick guy. He oh, raced for Hendrick. Hendrick. Oh, I thought it was. Oh, yeah. that was Richie Childress. Nope, he raced for Hendrick. Oh. Damn. So he's like, he went like ridiculous, and he's like, I'm just retiring. No, he hadn't won anything in a couple of years. I mean, he won. I think when he won the five in a row, the fifth in a row was like 2010 or 11. Shit. was like his fifth yeah, in a row. Yeah, and then he won two over like seven years. And then he won two over the like next couple of years. Five and then or six. He was, he was, he was easing up. I mean, he's up in his 40s now. So That's he's not old. He's just, but he's just racing in Indy like just as like a goof. Like he's just having fun. Yeah. Just and it's actually around. entertaining to watch him. He actually does pretty well sometimes. He's like, oh shit, here he is. Jimmy it's Johnson. funny because <laughs> you'll see, you'll see guys like Jimmy Johnson. They'll go to Indy and. They can drive Indy cars. Right. You'll see guys come from Indy and come to NASCAR, and they're just like, "I have what? What they the? Don't f- win what, shit. what? 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 Way harder. Yeah, NASCAR is the most difficult form of racing. I think maybe it, on par with F one. And the only reason why I'll say NASCAR is more different is more is more difficult is because it's different in terms of NASCAR is more driver versus driver. Like you can only do so much with the cars, and then it comes down to the guy driving it. Formula One. The 2027 Formula One Championship is already being won in a lab in Berlin somewhere. Like, and we don't even know it. Like, oh, Mercedes or, or, or Maranello or, or, or yeah, wherever Mercedes the fuck. or Red Bull yeah. or Ferrari or somebody's already McLaren. figuring. They're figuring something out right now that nobody else is going to have in three years. And they're like, oh, this is within the rules. Yep. Do that. And it's within <laughs> the rules. And then, boom, they break it out one year and they dominate. You know, it was like when Renault came out with the. Uh, uh, Renault, when they came out with the, uh, fuck you. I'm, I'm a fucking American, okay? I'm fucking American. Can you whisper, Renault? Uh, when they came out with the magnetic uh, suspensions. It's air rides, yeah. When the air ride back in like the early. Well, not air ride, magnetic. Well, back in the 90s. Well, yeah. because if you remember. Land Rover adopted it. Right, but they had the similar. they had the, the Magnaglide yeah, suspensions yeah, Land or whatever. Yeah, Land Rover had that. It's a similar And system. if you remember, that's what uh, Aaron Sena was driving when he died, was, was one of those Renaults. Uh, and he didn't like it. He said the car feels weird. The car feels weird. He was bitching about the car. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Yeah. Lost track. Like went off the track. And it had nothing to do with the car and the mag and the suspension. But he lost control of it. He wasn't comfortable in it. Didn't like it. Lost control and hit hit the wall in a really fast part of the track. And the tire came and cracked him in the head. Yeah. The, when it hit the, the track strap, right? because the the tether the that tether. keeps the the wheel from doing that broke. 
Or actually, I don't even know if they had tethers back then yet. No, I think the tether was what held the wheel on for it to True. come up to, and snap and, and hit them. Swing back and smack them. Yeah, so, yeah. so because of open wheel cars, the way the control arms work, you know, open wheel Indy F1, you see them. Yeah. They're yeah, very yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. It's two control arms, one above the other, obviously, with the you know whatever the fucking system is. They have um, basically like toe straps like that you would tow a car out of. They have toe straps hooked from the chassis to the knuckle like where the wheel or to the spindle or, or, or the hub or whatever you want to call it so that way if the wheel breaks off it doesn't just fucking send this thing flying it keeps it tethered to the car so it kind of like stays like you know with the car if it breaks I gotcha. off I gotcha. okay. because you I don't think- want it because you don't want a, a tire on you know a 20 inch rim flying down a straightaway or bouncing and then another car at 200 miles an hour come by and boom it hits a guy in the face or that tire goes up to the grandstand or it goes somewhere yeah. who the it fuck does a lot knows. of damage at 200 miles an hour a tire can bounce fucking god knows where at how how fast you know what i mean so Dude, basically i've, it I've keeps seen it videos from, of straight tires and those yeah. are like a regular oh, they'll yeah, kill yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah rolling yeah. weight is no joke yeah. yeah so i think the tether was what snapped but i think you're right i think the tether him, was what kill actually ended up killing him because and then they modified them after that but oh, everything oh my god the safety um, but formula out. one is wild in the sense of like the technology in the cars is so cool mm. like you know like when you have paddle shift like paddle shifting's been in these cars since what the late 90s early 90s yeah, mid 90s yeah. you know we didn't get those in consumer car vehicles until 2009 couple, yeah early and it was like a camry late, late, late like, 2010s <laughs> like we didn't get that shit. You know, like, the DSGs came out with the Volkswagens, I feel like, in the mid-2000s. Yeah, um, same with the, like, the CVs and the Lambos, because the, the Lambos and the Ferraris and had them and shit, and then they made them down, they made their way down to us. But, like, just the steering wheel in a Formula One car alone is 250 grand. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you know, and that's and that's the thing I like, I, I, I like, I appreciate about Formula One, but I don't love about Formula One. In NASCAR... You got 65 laps left, right? And you're turning laps. And you're like, all right, 60 laps left. We got one tank of gas and one set of tires. We go green the whole way. You're going to make this shit stretch. And you got to drive that car in in order to make that fuel tank stretch and make those tires last you those 60 laps in case you there is no caution and you can't come in and get a pit stop. Mm-hmm. In Formula One, it's like, oh, I need to save gas. It's like, okay, boom, hit this button on yep. the fuel map four. Yeah. Hit this blah, button blah, on blah. the steering wheel, and it adjusts the fuel map so you can't rev past a certain thing, and it won't let you consume more than X amount of gas at any given time. So like, how much are these cars they're actually driving? What are they, millions each? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, you, the Formula it, cars. And that's the other thing that I hate about Formula. You're not even allowed, like, when you're racing, you're not even allowed to, like, breathe on each other. It's like the NBA with fouls. Like, if you, like, touch wheels with another car, they're like, you're penalized. You're like... Bro, it's racing, and they're like, "No, you don't how do you, how touch do you, these cars." How do you cars. pass, dude? You just have to just gun it. You well, no, you pass them, but you got to pass them cleanly. And if you don't pass them cleanly, and you try to like bump them out of the way, like NASCAR, you'll see dudes just straight up like boom, like ram a dude in the ass, but get out of my way, bitch, and drive past them. Formula One, you can't do that. The cars are too expensive. They're too fast. It's like there's all sorts of crazy rules. Both are really fun in their own right, but you've. You got to kind of like get to know the intricacies of both. Like, I got you. Okay. I prefer NASCAR because it's more driver versus driver, where Formula One puts more emphasis on the machine. I'm going to be dead ass serious with you. I had no idea that, that the difference in like Formula One between NASCAR. I just like, oh, they like driving different cars. Yeah, I mean, that's if you're a casual fan, you've never really watched it. I had no it, fucking you, clue. You, you wouldn't know. No. You wouldn't. But uh, anyway, that's our Motorsports Minute. Um, yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. Whoops. Whoops. We'll do the Leah Thomas thing next week. 
Um, I, well, I, oh, I, I, I had yeah. the interview queued up for uh, from her from her, her past meet, and uh, but uh, it, it didn't load up properly. So we'll we'll get that to you next week, and we'll do that whole thing. Cause I, I like I said earlier in the show, man, she worked her fucking balls off to get there. So, um, you know, let's we'll we'll show her some respect. Bloody hell, put some, some respect, respect on, on that shit. Uh, but uh, for Plizzy and Mister Betancourt, I am Joey Fats. Thank you all for joining us. Much appreciated. Wow, twelve point two million. Holy shit! Yeah, what's for that? One F one car. That's what it cost. Twelve million. Twelve million for no one wonder. car. Sheesh. Don't have him touch my car. Dude, just the motor cost ten million. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Uh, but uh, anyway, we will be back next Tuesday night right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide, JoeyFatsRadio.com, coming soon. Roll yeah. one, seat one, give us a follow, give us a like. The show will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, it will be available uh, probably within the hour after the show. And as always, we will check you all next week. Thank you all for listening. Give us a like and a share. We appreciate it. Peace. Peace. Adios.